0: Show. The phones are open here if you want to join us. All you got to do is dial in at 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Joining you tonight, we've got Ian, Aria,
1: and Conan.
0: And you can join us online anytime you want. Just head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features waiting for you on our sites. We give them away, and you enjoy them for free at freetalklive.com. Conan, you and I—we had the same uh, show prep here tonight. Usually, that's an indicator that we should talk about that thing first.
1: Absolutely, I think this is uh, this is is getting arounds for sure, and it's um,
0: making headlines. This I shooting. am
1: so surprised. Earlier this morning, I saw a couple of articles, like one from the actual location, the, c- the community, and. Uh, I was like, "All right, well, this is going to get swept under the rug." This, That's what this, I figured. This doesn't uh, help the narrative, right. the gun, the gun grabbing narrative. But I'm very happy that I just did a Google search, and everyone, this guy is a hero. There was a, there was a there was an incident.
0: Yep, it Ma- could, mass it, shooting. It
1: could have it could have well because there was more than three, and, mm-hmm. and the rules are the statistics say three three sh- shootings in an, in an incident equate to a mass shooting this was one but it could have been real bad so three yeah. three were sh- were killed sadly two were injured a shopping uh, mall this guy got taken out like within 10 seconds because there was that were,
0: is it that was it that fast wow
1: uh because there was a guy who was just doing his going around doing his thing and he happened to be carrying so, i don't know how you pronounce
0: this guy's name
1: uh i i'm just i'm just going to call him eli yeah it's That's spelled
0: e-l-i-s-j-s-h-a it's
1: very Lichisha. strange I'm gonna call. I'm from now on. I'm referring to him as Babyface Eli. It sounds like Elijah. It Possibly, does. It does. Yeah. It does.
0: Uh, Elijah Dickin, 22 years old, and he he does look very young, very kind of Kyle uh, Rittenhouse uh, age. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, he was in the mall, and he was armed, and he took this shooter down. Apparently, from was it
1: 40 yards away? I don't know. But the guy the guy had hardly walked out. He walked out of the bathroom, got mm-hmm. a couple of shots off, and I think. 20, 22, 20 shots, and bam, he was down, down for the count. Greenwood. On Sunday, a lone gunman entered the Greenwood Park Mall food court armed with two rifles and a pistol and opened fire in about 100 rounds of ammo. What was the state? Indiana.
0: Okay. Indianapolis. In, I'm sorry. Indiana. Uh,
1: after hearing the gunfire, according to police, uh, Eli Dickin, 22, of Seymour, Indiana, fired the handgun he was carrying and attempted to stop the shooter. His gunfire hit the gunman and killed him, according to police. Dickon gave permission for authorities to release his name, age, and hometown, but has declined to speak publicly about the shooting as he continued to proceed uh, process what has occurred. And that's probably good for him, especially after what happened to our uh, man with the, uh, uh, our other baby face uh, hero of the day. Who's that? Um, Kyle Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse.
2: I don't know Uh, if I'd call him a hero. I mean, he didn't stop anything except attacks on himself
1: well he was trying to be here from the get go up you know putting out fires and uh, uh breaking up uh incidents uh more more uh, uh mass um uh, rioting uh just and just being in the so I, yeah maybe not i mean and and of course heroes don't generally go looking
2: for problems to solve they just respond to them as they come up
1: well and that's why i think the and so the word the term samaritan is getting thrown around uh l- loosely all day and and some have come out and says nah. This guy was not a Samaritan. I, you couldn't call Kyle Rittenhouse a Samaritan because, like you said, he was uh, just, protecting, he just himself. protecting himself, really. But, I mean, the question is, is Dickon, is Eli Dickon, is he... It sounds consider- like he's a hero for sure. Yeah. Um, he shot, apparently,
0: 10 rounds at the shooter, seven of which hit... At forty yards, so oh, yeah. I just confirmed that forty yards. So three foot per yard, right? And this We're talking guy about one hundred
1: and twenty feet away. Twenty two year old handgun. Not not a not military, not pre- yeah. prior military, not prior just police. Somebody just, with some practice. Just under some dude his belt. who says he was trained by his either his dad or his granddad.
0: Yeah, apparently he uh, you know put himself up against like a column mm-hmm. to steady himself a little bit more because. They say uh, somebody points out here in a, an online forum that when they go to the range, they're usually shooting, uh, you know, when they're training on handguns, they're shooting 25 to 30 feet away. Right. Uh, and they might do some long range practice, but never 40 yards away. I mean, that's that's rifle territory. And this guy did it with a
1: handgun. That, the, I mean, that is an impressive shot. It is. Shot. That is, it is the, he, uh, under pressure, right? The, the, I, I, all you police, all you police, you dog shooters. <laughs> Uh, you fire uh, unloading a hundred rounds into a parked vehicle. Mm-hmm. What they need to do, you need to stop what you're doing. You need to take tomorrow off, and you need to all watch this surveillance footage. Is There footage of it. And, well, I, I'm sure they, they pl- the police it's have access to it. Yeah, and there and there are pictures of the shooter. So that some of the images mm-hmm. have been released. Four mm-hmm. Chan's got those images, of course. But uh, uh, yeah, you need to all sit down and you need to watch whatever ha- whatever uh, happened because uh, you need to learn from this for sure. According to the Greenwood Police Chief James Isund Dickon was shopping at the mall with his girlfriend. At 5.57 p.m., less than two minutes after the gunfire began, two minutes, Dickon engaged with the gunman. Quote, I will say his actions were nothing short of heroic. Mm -hmm. He engaged the gunman from quite a distance with a handgun, Ison said. He was very tactically sound, and as he moved to close in on the subject, he was also motioning for people to exit behind him. He had no police training and no military background.
2: Well, thank goodness if he had police training, he would have missed seven bullets. <laughs> yes, of
1: yes. wildly into a crowd or something. There would have been more casualties. Uh, Eisen uh, Ison said, Dixon's first shot at the gunman was from forty to fifty yards away, and it appeared uh, the very sh- the very first shot hit the gunman. Amazing. Dixon was able to hit the gunman with additional rounds as well. Is he dead?
2: Is the
0: gunman? Oh yeah, he's dead. dead?
1: Okay.
2: okay. Yeah, seven bullets will do that
1: <laughs> most of the time. Well, I think this is yeah. This is nine millimeter. So if it's if you're not hitting if you're not, if you're not hitting vital organs, then yeah, you could walk away from well, uh, crawl away from that. Anyways, Dickon was carrying a nine millimeter, millimeter Glock, according to Eisen. After confirming the shooter was no longer a threat, Dickon approached mall security and cooperated with officers, according to Eisen. He was handcuffed <laughs> and questioned by officers but released upon verification of his actions via surveillance okay. video. All right. In Indiana, beginning July 1st, guess what? It just happened. Carrying a handgun no longer required a permit. July 1st. <laughs> How do you
0: wow. like that? God, I'd heard it had happened recently. I By the way, there are,
1: there are tweeters out there, uh, gun-grabbing tweeters, mm-hmm. who are complaining that he was in a gun-free zone.
0: Well, that's one of the more interesting aspects of this case. Is he was in a corporate mall? I believe it's a Simon Mall. That's one yeah. of the biggest mall owners in the in the country, and they have a no guns policy, which he violated. Yeah, we'll Thank see. We'll, goodness, we'll see where
1: this goes. we'll see if this mall is uh, willing to uh, put themselves in the spotlight
0: and remove that policy. Well, not
1: remove the policy, but actually uh, make wind of this incident. uh create an incident their own incident calling this guy out his hero stupid it would be the dumbest thing in the world oh yeah i don't think they, they're gonna do that well we'll see we live in a we live we do live in a clown world
2: and have, they have attorneys and stuff like that who will keep them from doing anything that stupid i think
1: but anyways even well, if, the even mall if, issued a statement even, the, even if july 1st didn't happen according to ice and dickon did oh, i'm sorry he, i'm sorry Dickens did not have a permit for his handgun, but due to the passage of the constitutional carry, one. Bill in Indiana, he was legally carrying the weapon. What S- do the all say? Simon
0: Property Group, according to AP News story about this, uh, they issued a statement Monday saying it grieves for the victims and praised Dickens' actions as, quote, heroic actions. Hmm. It didn't mention it's no weapons policy And its operator, the Simon Property Group, didn't respond to a request for comments. So as far as they're done, they're concerned, they're done. They put out their statement and they downplayed their no weapons policy. Now, whether they change that policy or not is another question. But this really just goes to to remind gun owners out there that just because a place says no guns, I get it. It's private property and everything. But if you're concealed carrying, it's none of their damn business what you have in the small of your back. And it's your life- and I don't think there's anything wrong with keeping your weapon about you in these places. Do personally. it and
1: just and just go to your state and figure out whether your state is an ask, uh, whether a cop can ask you if you're carrying or not, or whether you have to tell him before the he while he approaches you. And by the way, I think New Hampshire is a, you don't have to tell them even if they ask.
0: Well, the worst ca- case in this situation is Simon says, you're banned from our mall, son. Yeah, exactly. That's the worst case here. It's not a crime.
1: <laughs> Who's go even going to say? malls? Where, where are these where are It's malls, amazing to me that anybody where, goes to a where mall. Where do they even exist unless they have other you know, big shopping centers you know, in the vicinity? There's still
0: some of them. Somehow they're still in business. They're getting desperate. They're starting to take on anybody who can like, fog a mirror and has uh, uh, you know, a thousand I, bucks.
1: You know, I think Amazon is actually buying them up, turning them into warehouses. Mm. Or maybe the warehouse slash like storefronts. I don't know. I Hmm. I heard about that a year ago. I don't know where that's gone. The chief, the chief of police, uh, continues. I am one hundred percent certain that many more people would have died last night if it wasn't for his heroism. Yep. So wow. it's an amazing story. Yeah,
0: And also, as you point out, amazing the press is even doing anything with this beyond Indianapolis. Absolutely. Obviously, it's going to get some coverage there, but uh, the fact that AP or anywhere else is even reporting on this is pretty amazing. Uh, if you want to share your thoughts, you can join us, 603-283-6160. live in the phones are open if you want to join us talking about the hero in indianapolis at a mall shopping mall where a lunatic started shooting and apparently didn't get much further
1: than a few seconds of Uh, shooting let's be very clear here a gun free mall
0: yes but the individual who heroically saved the day, I mean, three people were killed, but uh, he probably prevented
1: dozens more from being wounded and or killed. That guy had at least another 80 rounds to go. Wow. Uh, How did the
2: shooter get in there with rifles in the first place? You said he, he came not... out of the bathroom?
1: He was in the bathroom for an up to an hour prepping, I guess. Assembling
0: As... things or whatever. He,
1: I, I... How did that they is, not notice good...
2: him walk in with
0: two rifles? Maybe he had them disassembled.
1: Yep. Ah, uh, okay. And Put them ba- in a backpack. A backpack. So, yeah, two rifles and a handgun, and it uh, took him a little while to figure him out.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely no security at a mall, right? So right. you just walk in, and there you go. And, okay. and of course,
1: as Ian mentioned in the last segment, the, the mall did come out, and uh, they, you know... You know, they
0: lauded the the man yep. and ignored the fact they are a gun free zone. Ignored their
1: weapons restriction policy. Yeah, I man. We'll see where that we'll see what where that transforms mm-hmm. into the ne- in the next few weeks. Whether they you know fall back, maybe take their stupid gun free signs down.
2: I don't think they'll do that, but no, it I sounds doubt. like it's it sounds like it's a a permission to cheat basically. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I mean, if you have a concealed weapon and you need that concealed weapon inside their properties. They're not going to seek any action against you for using it.
1: Well, here's a, here's a question for you listeners out there: uh, How many of you work for something I don't know, like Uber or you're a bus driver or whatnot, and you aren't allowed via your job description to carry, and you do mm-hmm. you because do anyway. because you do you do it anyways, and you end up having to use it one day, mm-hmm. uh, and you get fired. Fine. and, and At least or, you're still alive yeah well yeah exactly <laughs> but i mean uh if you if anyone out there can uh relate and has a has a has a, a, story. a, a telling story yeah. that uh, that involves being uh being removed from your position or or did your employer be like, was your employer like hey you know what just thank god you had a gun and i know it's against the rules i know you you know mm. we don't allow it and all but you saved all the passengers on that bus cuz you were carrying or 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 you were uh, you were working in a store yeah. and uh you you were carrying and uh you saved a whole lot of people, right. even though you broke the rules. Sure.
0: Well, it, which leads to uh, you know I'm going to play the uh, the devil's advocate here as somebody saying, "Well, you libertarians, you're always talking about property rights and respecting property rights, and good here point. you are saying that it's okay to go ahead and break this private property's rules." And I think all three of us agree on this, right? Like we don't disagree. It's okay what he did.
1: I don't. That is that's it a real out. that's really good. That's a real good question. I mean, um, it worked out. I don't know if I would
2: say it's okay. But, I mean, it, it worked out in this occasion. Typical, I,
1: typically, our response is, the libertarian response is, well, I'm not going to your stupid mall. I'm not going to your stupid mm-hmm. movie theater. I'm not going to your restaurant or your gas station. But,
0: you know, his girlfriend wanted to go to the mall. I think his girlfriend was yeah, there or something yeah. like that. And, then, you know, they, she had some shopping to do. She wanted to go to the Gap or whatever. They wanted to go see a movie. And he decided to, to carry his gun with him and break the private property
1: owner's it is, rules. It is a violation of the private property. of the. As it well, is. smoke
2: in their public restroom. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he broke their rules, right? And and that's not right. You know, he should respect their private. It worked out in this occasion. I'm not saying it's not. And it's a good thing that he broke the rules, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because the other people are going to break the rules as well,
1: or so, maybe, or maybe bad rules are worth breaking. It's well, kind of well, a Je- kind of a Jefferson, uh, Jeff- Jeffersonian. If,
2: if you outlaw guns, then only guns, then outlaws. only outlaws will have guns, right? And that's sort of what would have happened here. If you don't allow guns on your property, then the only people who will have guns on your property are the ones who are willing to break the laws. So this
0: is a similar conversation to this one happened during the whole COVID crackdown insanity. Some people were trying to hold us to the same level of account of saying, oh, you libertarians, you always say private property rules, and now you're just not wearing masks into
1: places that say masks are required. Well, I didn't. You wouldn't
0: even go into those places? I went two
1: years without going anywhere. That's amazing.
0: Um, I had no problem doing it. And here's my rationale for it is, if it's really a rule, then come talk to me about it. Right. Okay? If it's really a problem... You, manager, or whoever's in charge of this store, you will come talk to me as the customer who's breaking the rule, and you'll explain to me that it's important that I not be here because I'm wearing a, or not wearing a mask or open carrying a gun or something like that, and then I will respect your request because it has been communicated effectively to me at that point. Because sometimes signs on the doors are strong suggestions. In the case of uh, the COVID thing, we who were going to these places we knew there was a way to get out of it right we knew that the all you had to do is utter the magic words and say i have a medical exemption in my case i actually do have a note from a doctor but you didn't need to show that and they right, shouldn't right, ask right. you to show and, that
1: And does it and does it say uh is it a picture of the constitution
0: no it's an actual note or, from, the, or, from a doctor
1: or i need this amount of oxygen to survive and this is violating my <laughs>
0: it's not their right to know the reasons right, but right, right. Uh, but anyway you know, the, Okay, fine. If you really don't want my business, just come tell me about it. I'll turn around yep. and I'll, I'll leave the store. You know, concealed ca- carry
2: ca- is different, though. They can look at you and tell that you're not wearing a mask. They sure. can't look at you and tell that you're concealed carrying.
0: They can tell if you're open carrying, and that yes. may get you the, the
1: response that I'm talking about. Well,
2: if you open carry into a mall, you're probably not getting far.
1: Can I tell you, kind of a change of subject, can I tell you one rule that gets broken in the grocery store, like yeah. every day I'm sure. in there, that pisses me off no wind. Okay. The people bring in their dogs in there with them and they're not service animals mm. they're just straight up a dog in the in the <laughs> shopping this, in why? the shopping basket
2: why does this make you angry okay oh, well, I, I understand you, in the shopping oh, oh a my stupid. dog
1: my dog just went my dog would never piddle on anything mm-hmm. i i was in home depot a it couple happens. of months ago i was in home depot a couple months ago yes. and i swear to god this dog pissed uh marked a little small little markets territory piss not mm-hmm. a not a full out yep. you know stream It went. It went down an aisle. Mm -hmm. While the and the customer wasn't even customer was looking off in the distance, looking at something else. They didn't
0: even have control of the dog. It was
1: on a leash, but the dog pissed on every single pallet. With merchandise on these How pallets. How long was this leash? The customer wasn't walking with it the was, dog? it was a it was yeah. Yeah. It, the customer was walking with the dog. So not they were even, standing right there noticing the dog peeing. I don't things. think that I don't think they noticed. Or maybe they or maybe they did. Maybe it's the same kind of oh my God. Maybe the same kind of human being that will allow their dogs to piss on your mailbox. <laughs> were,
2: were you planning on purchasing any of this merchandise? This is all up wrapped up. Don't?
1: They hadn't even unloaded it yet. They still had the plastic on it. Hold on.
2: So what do you care?
1: You didn't have to. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. There might be something on there. You didn't have to clean it up. And I've worked in a grocery store before, and I've had to clean up after animals. No, forget it. And especially, but it's but oh my god! Especially grocery stores where there's food, and you've got these nasty mongrels. Some of them even not even on leashes in the up in the shopping basket. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and here I am. You got these numbskulls that are all about. You got to wipe everything down. You got to sanitize. You got to wear your mask. And and meanwhile, they're they're the same people who've got their nasty the mongrels in there with them. I, I don't know about
2: dogs in the shopping carts. I've never seen that.
1: But uh, Our, I, I see uh, puppies. I see puppies and shopping carts all the time.
2: Even before I had a dog, which I've never taken to a grocery store, I, I never took any issue with people walking their dogs with them. It's a part. It's a member of their family. There we've are
1: they are coconuts to Walmart. There are sto- don't do it with me and don't tell me about it. There are stores <laughs> like the steak and pet foods are the pet food stores. It's it's like dogs are welcome in here it's like all right hey and i got a problem they're with. they're also
2: man. welcome at home depot
1: yeah that's, you know, this is where the dog was pissing on every yeah, single pallet. he was walking by
2: walmart's got a guy
1: right up front if they didn't want the dog they could say and something. that goes to your point about if it's really a rule yeah the guy would actually say something yep. only you will go get the manager and they do, don't so do it's not really a, a rule. sign
2: on the door at walmart
1: i don't know I don't think they do. No, I think it's uh, service animals only or something like that. If people mm. just say, oh, it's a service animal, it's my stress dog. Yeah, exactly. It's my stress dog. There's more coming up here. The number
0: six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. 603-283-6160. Whether you want to talk about dogs peeing in grocery stores or <laughs> uh, shooting people in malls, it's Free Talk Live. it is free talk live phones are open you can join us here your thoughts welcome on private property rules what are the real rules, and what are just suggestions? Yeah, yeah. The number here is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can bring up whatever is on your mind here tonight with you in the studio. It's Ian.
2: Aria. And Conan. So you can
0: uh, take control of the airwaves. We got other things that we definitely want to cover tonight, but we're in the midst of a discussion that was sparked by this, uh, this hero. 22 year old young guy in indianapolis was at the mall with his girlfriend some lunatic brings in uh what was the what was the shooter using the the crazy
1: person uh an ar style long gun okay
0: they brought in some sort of a rifle assembled it or something while they were in the bathroom for an hour like snuck it into their backpack brought it in uh to the mall came out and started shooting and within seconds apparently the 22 year old guy apparently the shooter was 20 the 22 year old guy braces himself up against the you know some sort of a support column and fired 10 shots now, uh, at this shooter, connected seven hits at a distance of 40 yards away, 120 feet away. This is very, very long-distance shooting for somebody with a handgun. Generally, you want to have a, a rifle yourself if you're going to be shooting that far. But dude hit seven out of mm-hmm. ten shots and took this guy down.
2: damn
1: impressive. Yeah,
0: pretty awesome stuff. And he's just a young guy. He hasn't nope. been to the military. No he's not a cop or anything like that. And he uh, just
1: He just grew up in a family where he got sat down. Yep. Uh, by one, by one of his elders, taken to the range and taught the uh, the the uh, how how it how works, how how to shoot, how mm-hmm. to take care, how to how to prevent yourself from shooting yourself in the leg. And
0: uh, and he was responsibly carrying a weapon concealed in Indianapolis, where apparently in without Indiana, a permit, without a permit, which now is legal. Apparently, they have concealed carry uh, without this, a permit. there this
1: month, for as the, of for- July
0: first. <laughs> So just in time, this guy started exercising his rights as soon as he could, and was able to save probably you know another dozen or so people from being killed. Absolutely, uh, in this particular incident.
1: And I would say overwhelmingly, the response that I see uh, has been very positive, positive. and mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are waking up to this to these good Samaritans, these heroes, and the, and the reason why we why gun why the why the gun grabbers are wrong. Here's a a prime example, a tweet from uh, the uh, Bloomington traffic anchor, uh, Murrow award-winning journalist Justin Kohler was flabbergasted by the chief's framing, calling him a hero, of course, Mm -hmm. calling him a Samaritan. He expressed his, his dismay in a tweet. The term good Samaritan came from a Bible passage of a man from Samaria who stopped on the side of the road to help a man. I cannot believe we live in a world where the term could equally apply to someone killing someone. (laughs) My God! Killing a murderer! I know, right? In the act of committing murder. Mass murder. What
2: else would a good Samaritan do in that uh, stop to tend the wounds of the dying? It's very similar to the Buddhist parable of the the guy who gets shot by an arrow, and he, he wants, you know, the... He wants his general or whatever to chase down the guy who shot him and get revenge. And he's like, well, I could do that, or I could remove the arrow.
1: And help (laughs) you out. He followed the tweet up with, it's against the Simon Mall's code of conduct for anyone to carry a weapon inside Mm -hmm. the mall. However, Greenwood police are thankful that the man was.
2: Well, he didn't violate any laws. By the
1: That's way, right. we have some comments in our own uh, YouTube comments where someone made the exact same argument. Really? I don't know if they're trolling.
0: They're tr- there's a lot of trolling. I hope that
1: it's. I hope that gentleman. they are. You can't. But pay they made the same the, YouTube chat, man. the same argument that this hero, this Samaritan, needs to be prosecuted for what? Because they, they were laws? because they were in a gun-free zone. No, breaking it was the rules. Just private
0: property with a rule. That's the thing. Private property. The the worst that Simon Malls can do is make a public statement to say, while we appreciate that the young man saved our customers' lives, we're banning him for life from all Simon Malls properties. Which they're not gonna
1: do, right? Right. Because it would be incredibly lose, stupid. You would lose. This is Indiana we're talking about. You'd lose yeah. half of your pop, your customer It'd base. Be probably
0: terrible. Uh, you know, customer relations terrible public relations, so they're it's, not going to do that.
1: It's also not
2: against the law to violate someone's private property rules. So Correct. They, they have to ask you to leave. That's it. And then the police can no trespass you and all of that stuff. And if you don't leave. Yeah, And then you're breaking the law, but the law Correct. you're breaking in that case is trespassing. You, Correct. you don't have yep. to respect my private property rules in order to come onto my private property. And, my, I, and I think extent, The extent of what I can do is ask you to
1: leave. I, and I think in most jurisdictions, well, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure what it is here in New Hampshire, but if someone's trespassing, I don't think you can just start shooting them or oh them, god no you have ha, to tell ha, them to leave have them arrested and or start throwing rocks well, at them you have, you have to go ask them
0: if you have a trespasser you have to ask them to leave a person who's Correct. authorized by the owner of the property so a manager or whoever's in charge can ask that person to leave and if they do not leave then the police can be brought in right. and the police if they're good cops you know or better cops will give the person a chance to leave and then the rest.
1: But still, but still, back to your original questions, Devil Devil's Advocate. Mm-hmm. We libertarians believe in private property, and so is it right to you know break bad laws? Is it right to well, go it's not on a law? I again. mean, if say, I mean, say for example, you have a law in this house that you don't want to certain you want that we must take our shoes off at the door. Mm-hmm. Okay? This would be
2: a rule, not a
0: law. And though. I'm
1: like, man, i I'm, I'm not taking my shoes off. Well, then it's because, up
0: to me to make the decision to talk to you about it
1: right and enforce that rule but i knew before coming here this evening that that was the rule mm-hmm. and i just was going to be a, a douche about it and just come stomping right up in here with muddy <laughs> muddy shoes knowing the rules but i mean was that all-
2: dave chappelle skit with the couch and the muddy shoes i can't remember now. oh
1: uh, <laughs> uh, the, the the rapper not the rapper but the the, uh, the singer
2: uh, Rick James.
0: Rick
1: James. Yeah, that was it. James, but That's
0: just Rick it. I'm the manager of the property, and I'm going to talk to you about it.
1: But I already know what the rules are before coming mm-hmm. here, and I blatantly violate the rules. Then
0: you're getting kicked off the the property if, if and, it's and, actually and, an and,
1: important rule. And insist on calling myself a libertarian to boot. I guess I'm not right. But what? Have, uh, but what uh, if it's something more serious like this gun rules? Yeah. It's a gun-free zone, and it's in the and the pictures the chat room says that the, there's actual signs on the do- on the mall doors. That have' that I'm not going to take your very obviously gun free posters okay. I
0: would not take your libertarian card away from you for showing up and with you know without following the rules, the only issue I would have would be as if I told you personally right. about it and then you continued to violate, I would then tell you you are not welcome back here can I, all right, i'm gonna, I'm
1: going to equate this this walking into your house with shoes on and, it, and I know that it's the rule against. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's not a rule. Maybe it's just maybe it's just suggested. And I would be a good, I would be a bad human being if I walked in Ian's house without the shoes on, because mm. because I'm Rick James, bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, the shopping, the shopping cart scenario. The people who don't take the shopping, shopping cart back. There's, a, there's know, not even
2: a sign that says you have to take it. There back. is none. You're talking about to the pen
0: where they to have the, the pens. Pen.
1: I don't need the sign to know. It, in order to be a good human being, sometimes I, I do, need to take the stupid shopping cart back.
0: Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. If it's close enough. Fine, I'll do it. But if it's a couple aisles away or whatever, I'm just going to leave the cart where it's at. And and I say this as someone who has collected carts in. Right, a, right, right, Yeah, right. uh, you know, I worked for Kmart in Florida.
1: I have as well. It didn't bother me. Because you're getting me. it's, it's job I security. Just,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I just get to go further, and I get to spend more time outside the store and collect more carts.
0: It's
3: didn't
2: job give a security. Damn. I I always return my cart, but I mean there there's no sign. there's no request. they yeah. They literally have people who are hired to do that. It's, it's right. just a courtesy
1: that's but that's but then we start getting into the realms of socialism. The reason why How did we the reason from why this guy was,
2: shopping carts to socialism reason,
1: man because the reason why this guy is a good Samaritan is because he went out of his way to help people in need. Whereas if...
2: He, well, his life was threatened, too. Let's not go was that. right there The
1: other option is socialism, where, you know what? No, no, I'm not getting involved in this. This is the cop's job job security for the cops. I'm just going to wait and allow the cops mm. to do their I don't know job. I not say that socialism um, I'm, I'm,
0: per se. That's just an authoritarian state. I mean, it could be socialist, it could be fascist. Socialism
1: is is relying on the government taking care of all of your services, whether it be you know, we haven't gotten there yet, mm. but uh, Well,
0: certainly they will ban guns under socialism. So yeah, you better believe that you'll be disarmed.
1: But everyone but that that's situation. but that's where we're at in this country. It's, it's it's the shopping cart scenario where more and more people they when they go out and to do their thing, they're like, nah, I'm not doing any of that because there's a service that I pay taxes for that already provide that service. I'm no I'm not gonna home why would I homeschool my kids? There's already a you know, government indoctrination camp over there across the street that I can take my kids to a daycare system.
0: The number here is 603-283-6160. Somebody in the Twitch chat is claiming that there is a law saying that if a private property has a no-gun sign and you carry, that's a breaking of uh, of the law. Well, the cops have discretion to not enforce the law. More coming up. Free Talk Live phones are open here. You can join us, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can bring up whatever you want to discuss here on Free Talk Live. We're talking about private property rights and rules and whether it's okay to break those rules
1: in certain circumstances. Yeah, I would say if it's a law and it's a bad law, you are in my book required to break it as a good person you're as obligated. As a good person you're obligated yeah, that's our, true our founders said the same now but now if it's a rule it's a private property mm-hmm. rule and we're now we're on thin now we're on tricky tricky ice right here where it's when do you break those yeah. rules obviously this guy he was right to break that rule
0: absolutely saved lives by breaking that rule i'm not saying flaunt it Right. right. I'm not right, saying right. I'm not saying open carry into a place that has a rule against guns necessarily. Um, so if there's a way that you can break a rule like that, like by concealed carrying to where it's not obvious that you're breaking that rule, then you're not going to get talked to about it. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, you should go relatively unmolested and undetected unless something actually happens where you do need to draw that gun, in which case you'll be damn glad uh, that you did it, as will everyone around you as this circumstance uh, points out.
2: To back up what the Twitch chatter said about this being illegal in Indiana, I, he may be correct because when Mississippi passed its constitutional concealed carry, it, it did include within the law something that allowed property owners to put up just the simple sign that said, you know, you, you couldn't carry a gun within their premises or mm-hmm. whatever. And that did make it illegal for people to do so. Really? Yes.
0: Well, they did not enforce it.
2: Yeah. They and, didn't enforce it in Mississippi either. Because, I mean, how do you know if someone's concealed carrying in the first place? Well, right?
0: they, they knew in this case, right. and they could have charged him if this was actually a, a violation of the law, but right. they didn't. And Can in
2: you this imagine case, the... arresting and charging this guy? Hey, you, how dare you save these people's lives? That well, probably would well, have
1: happened if it was New York City. Think of, think of what they were trying to throw at Kyle Rittenhouse, of him crossing state lines mm-hmm. and the whole nine, and him being underage and the whole nine. They, they were throwing, trying to throw the book at him and get anything to stick. So yeah, I absolutely, I, I absolutely believe. I don't
2: want to compare the Cal Rittenhouse to this guy though. I th-
1: I think there are some similarities, especially with the age and the uh, uh, the fact that they were well, Kyle really well was was Kyle in a gun free zone? Uh, everyone else was seen to be carrying. Maybe that would be a no, good I don't question think to that ask. Factored into that case, Cal
2: wanted to be a cop. I mean that that was his whole thing there. He he wanted to be a cop, and he successfully you know policed this, this the, guy. The prob- night. Eli
1: probably wants to be too. He looks kind of copish, kind of like caught like material. he was just
2: there with his girlfriend though. He he wasn't there to police them all. He wasn't moonlighting as a as an unpaid security guard or anything mm-hmm. like that like, like how Rittenhouse was doing that night. He was just there.
0: Yeah, the circumstances are pretty different. Let's go uh, to your calls. You can bring up whatever you want. Dave Ridley is on the line here, uh, calling from New Hampshire. Go ahead, Ridley.
4: Hey guys, I have a uh, a Lily Tang Williams update.
0: Lily Tang Williams Uh, is the lady who escaped from Red China, made the move to the United States, managed to get the hell out of that socialist, communist hellhole, and has made a better life for herself here and became a libertarian, uh, migrating to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and she's now running for, I think, a U.S. representative against a bunch of other Republicans in a primary.
4: Yes, Congress in your district, uh, I guess it's District Two in New Hampshire in the imperial in the imperial race for the imperial Congress, mm-hmm. and uh, she. Uh, so uh, there was an article in the Keene Sentinel, you know, maybe about a week ago uh, on on that race. And so guess what they guess who they didn't mention?
0: <laughs> Lily Tang
1: Williams. Of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's, uh, they don't mention us either unless we write our own uh, letters to the editor mm-hmm. and whatnot. Or, or or have it, us if if a if a bunch of us libertarians are running, uh, the the local talk show who always has all of the candidates on, will never have us on because
0: they won't ha- they don't do profiles for pr- uh, primaries anymore. I think they did it one time. But they the, the local newspaper will not profile primary local candidates. They just let the primary yep, happen. You get primaried they, out, and then they, they and we'll then they make a
1: big deal about all of these uh, all of the you know uh, all, everyone coming back basically to win back their seats. To re to regain mm-hmm. their seats, it's a it's a real you know what show. It's a scam. Oh, and and not to mention okay. it's a, not to mention it's close to thirty thousand dollars to have a stupid election here in just <laughs> yes, our, just it just, is. just in our it's just our little population of twenty thousand. And
2: Damn. that still makes me so happy because it was me running for mayor last <laughs> year that single handedly caused Keene to spend that money on that primary. Thanks,
1: Aria. Thanks. You're welcome.
2: Thanks. Your your tax dollars hard at work, man. I know.
0: <laughs> so what's up, Dave? What about it?
4: Well I'm, I'm glad they ran the article because that gives me an ex- excuse to call at least a, excuse to talk about her. <laughs> I didn't have anything to call about today otherwise
1: did you call so, the local station uh, that I'm talking about called Dan and, and mention exactly what you just said that they refused yeah. to, to to our local paper that covers basically everything Keen related mm-hmm. uh, refused to cover our potential congressperson
4: yeah I already I already called the local station about it Dan wasn't hosting that show that day. But uh, yeah, I did get on the air. About and, that and what
1: were, so, were the, what, did you notice? What was the response? Oh well,
4: positive. Uh, these they had some, uh, They had a pair of substitute um, uh, hosts or new hosts. For all I know, I'd never heard these guys on before. Uh, but yeah, they were very receptive and wanted to talk and everything. I, I don't remember everything they said, but uh, you know, they just uh, they were, we just talked about the race. Probably only re-
1: it, probably only respectful because they knew that it doesn't really matter it's it's now Probably. now now Lily well, t- now if Lily had an a, an opportunity to actually win this race that's when they come out of the woodworks and they start talking about how we're trying to destroy their 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 sacred state and, and their mm-hmm. democracy look at these look at these well poisoners coming in our state. Chinese spy <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey thanks Dave for well, the call tonight man appreciate so it Lily from... is
2: running as a libertarian no uh
0: she's running as a Republican yep but and, she is and a And they didn't mention her? Apparently not. That's bizarre. Because yeah.
1: she's anti-commie.
0: Just like in the and, same way she, they didn't talk about Ron Paul when he ran and got like yeah, third place point. or whatever, second place in the vote on Fox News, and they just left the third place guy they out. They sure she did, is, man. She is
1: super, super pro-gun, and she's super anti-communist. I'm mm-hmm. familiar with that. I just yeah.
2: wasn't sure what party banner she was running under.
1: Yeah, she's an interesting uh, character.
0: Another interesting character, another uh, freestater running for Anti-lizard.
1: Hmm? anti-lizard at kaufman oh for, no, uh, for, for senate, about, as, as senate though right he's
0: interesting as well in fact he's gonna he's got a cool bunch of ads that he's been doing but he's actually running as a libertarian i was going to tell you about bruce fenton uh who's running for u.s senate is he here a d- isn't he, is he a
1: dealership guy
0: no there's out there's a you're thinking of the car dealership chain out here yeah there
1: there it, is a fenton no, no no relation
0: no relation okay. this, this guy is a free stater. he moved here as part of the free state project he moved up from the boston area he's the creator of the uh cryptocurrency called raven coin uh so he's a real doer mover and a shaker in the in the world of crypto and he put 85 bitcoin of his own bitcoin into this race wow so he's self-funding his campaign he's i don't know if he's asking for donations because i don't think he needs them uh but he's he's put a few million dollars worth of bitcoin into this race and the media is actually covering him which is interesting. They're actually interviewing him. He's, they because him. he's
1: paying for space, probably. I
0: don't know. Is I don't he know also why is.
2: running as a libertarian?
1: No,
0: he's running as a Republican for okay. U.S. Senate. So if he gets through the primary, he will be up against Jeremy Kaufman, the libertarian candidate. Oh. Uh, so that'll be interesting if that comes I mean, that's pass. good news.
2: That gets it, you know,
0: libertarians that's great. Yeah, but I, don't, I don't want them
1: running against each other. I,
0: I do. I want a libertarian. I want a Republican. I want a Democrat. I want them all to be free staters. Yeah. yeah. That's the ideal situation. <laughs> oh, I, well, in that case. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, we're not there yet, but you know we get. I mean, two out few, of three is pretty good. That's pretty good, uh, and we're not there yet because he's still got to beat like a huge field of Republican opponents, many of which have big names and big money behind them. Yeah, but, but
2: they don't have the big signs that he has. he got some big Cheshire signs. Cheshire County. Yeah, that's true. And, you know the. That's what people go by. They're, they're going to go in there and they're going to vote for the name that they're most familiar with, and that's going to be Fenton. I have noticed the signs, and I didn't, never heard. Heard of the guy.
0: He was in a debate where he just cleaned their clocks. They let him into a debate with some of these guys and he just went off on these Republican authoritarians. I have not seen the whole debate. I just saw some clips and they were pretty amazing. But the reason I brought him up is because he did a filibuster event. In the last 36 hours or so, where he was trying to beat the, the I guess, the world record for the longest filibuster. For listeners that don't know, that's when a senator gets up and they just talk and talk and talk and they stay there and they can, like I guess, pass the baton to other senators to keep it going or whatever. And then that, that stops a thing from happening. It stops a vote mm-hmm. uh, from occurring in the, the U.S. Senate. And so I guess the previous record was set in the like 1950s or something. I don't have the statistic in front of me, but
2: it was only 24 hours. <sighs> This whole system is stupid.
0: It is. It is. (laughs) So he wanted to do his own filibuster even though he's not a senator yet just to see if he could go longer than the longest one and he set up an event i guess he rented a hotel room and he had you know like a whole area that he had set up and uh, and a podium and and he was taking questions from people online and just answering people's questions and having phone conversations with people and he apparently he went for well over 24 hours i don't know when he's i don't know if he stopped he may still be going but uh, this morning he was he was at like 30 hours i think or something like that so he's so bruce fenton has now set the new record for longest filibuster even though he technically isn't a senator yet good for him so i guess he was just kind of showing that i want to use senator a showing his stuff yeah. uh, all right so there's more coming up here and you can join us 603-283-6160 hour number two is on the way whether you want to talk about uh, private property rights uh you know malls and such banning guns and people violating those restrictions and saving lives in the case of indianapolis you can join us here this is free talk live
4: we'd like to invite you to visit freekeen.com Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
3: Free Talk Live.
0: It's Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the second hour of the program. Phones are open, as always, and you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You're still welcome to comment on the shooting in Indianapolis, which was stopped quickly by a heroic young man with a concealed carried gun that he was concealing against the rules of the property uh led to an interesting discussion about property rights. You're welcome to call in and comment. 603-283-6160. Here tonight it's Ian Arya and Conan. We're gonna go to your calls and thoughts. Then Aria, you wanna tell us what the latest is from the military recruiting. Are they having it's a tough an article time? from
2: Military Times, one of my favorite news sources? We'll
0: get into that coming up here in just a moment. Uh but first we go to Olivia on the line in Arizona. Go ahead, Olivia.
5: Hey, I had a few thoughts about the different things you've talked about tonight. So, Ian, you made a great point about carrying a gun. You know, just like if you're going to nullify on a jury. You don't go into jury duty telling everyone, oh, by the way, I'm going to nullify this. It's a law, stupid. You just keep that in your pocket mm-hmm. and uh, you pull that out if, if the situation calls for it, just like a gun, you know. Yeah. Um, and as far as shopping carts go, uh, I'm really lucky to work at a, short, at a store called Ross. Dressed for loss it's like a, a nice discount store sure and they have a neat they have a really neat policy like i love working there one reason is, is that you don't have to go collect the carts because they have this long pole on them that if you try to leave with the cart it'll like bump the top of the door and so people can't take the carts out i mean they could oh if they really wanted to <laughs> you can't even what you're saying is you can't even
0: leave the store with the cart how do you get yeah, your groceries have- to your car though it's a
2: clothing store how do you get your clothing to your car?
5: Oh, you can pull it, Like, if you buy, uh, like, a large piece of furniture or a really big rug or something, you just pull up to the door, and uh, we help you load it, and then you drive off.
1: You know who You know so, who does it right, right? Hmm. Aldi. Aldi. Mm-hmm. They have yep. a system where you insert a quarter yep. into the cart itself, and you unlock it, and you, you can use the cart anywhere you... Basically anywhere you want, but yep. if you want your quarter back... You've mm-hmm. got to take it back to the cart. And the, the cart kind of people
0: that shop at Aldi are looking to cut, you know, costs oh, so they every, want that quarterback.
1: Everything about Aldi is so good the the, the, the uh the See, scanners are so fast. I mean, they are so fast. It is amazing. Fast. I'll go to I'll yeah. go to one of the other competing stores to get something that, because Aldi only carries like the basics. So mm-hmm. if I want something, if I want some tahini or something, I got to go to another yeah. store and I'm standing in line and old it's old people, expensive. there's old cashiers and it's like, come on, man. And then I go to Aldi's and it's like super, it's like lightning quick. And yeah, I'm like, we
0: got like three bags of food at the Hannaford, which is the more higher end grocer here, uh, more normal, I guess, grocer compared to Aldi, which is a discount and we paid like twice as much yeah. for a three what we would have paid at, for three bags of groceries at, at Aldi. You've never
1: been? No. I can't believe you, are you?
2: I don't do a whole lot of grocery shopping. I do now.
1: Can I tell you what you're not going to see in the Aldi parking lot? Loose carts. Loose you Aldi carts. Every now and then. <laughs> I've, nev- I've and never I've then. seen... Uh, I, I, one time, and you know what I did? I got that cart. Oh yeah, when went got, got your my quarter. When got well, I got someone else's quarter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. All the incentivizes customers to return carts. They don't have a, a person returning carts because, as you point out, the people who go to the store are
1: incentivized to do it. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, by the way, the cashiers do everything. They stock. They work in the back yep. and they run the registers. It's just a, and they're
0: timed. A, by the way, we uh, there's a free stater who moved here. She got a job at Aldi, and she came to a recent um, meetup and was telling us about it. We were asking her questions about what she's doing, yeah. and uh, she says she's you know brand new, but she's managed to make the the minimum cut or whatever because they, they they time those oh yeah. Those cashiers. oh yeah I'm you, glad they do it to too. A certain they used to of scanning every minute.
1: When I worked in w- at Walmart for a couple w- almost a decade ago, mm-hmm. uh, I was always extremely proud of my my scans per minute uh and and i wasn't even the cashier but i would go up there and i would get to the because i was there and i was proud of my my numbers my data and my stats and and i would beat out the regulars Mm. and get and then of course get the nose but anyways uh, oh yeah livia uh aldi's is hiring i
5: i haven't i haven't been to an aldi's either i have to admit that but i really called about pets in in stores right so
1: mongrels dirty stinky drippy mongrels how dare you say that about my dog she's so sweet not everyone's dog is sweet mine is go ahead olivia
5: so i've had a lot of experience with that because ross is pet friendly and people Mm. will bring in not only dogs but i've seen people bring in cats uh cats on leashes even a bird one time in a backpack like a clear backpack that's designed for birds but i have to tell you this right so you're complaining about the do- the dogs like messing up. I've never had to clean up after a dog. I have. A store and I've worked there for years, but I have had to clean up after people people will throw up on
0: the floor people will not flush the toilet oh, they
5: will smear stuff it'll splatter everywhere It's oh, disgusting. it reminds
2: me of this meme that's that enough description thank you <laughs> i've heard the stories <laughs>
0: by the way uh, having uh, known plenty of people over my time that I, luckily i didn't have to clean the the bathrooms when i was in retail but having known you know girlfriends or whatever that have and they always say the women's bathrooms yeah, are the worst what's up with that what's
1: up with that
5: um, I I don't know, man. It's gross. People. I, I won't even go into it. But um, yes, please
1: don't. Is it some I kind of ask- reverse projecting where they they spend their, all their days cleaning their own bathrooms and having it all tidy and neat? I don't. And know. then they go out into public and they're know. like, "Screw this place!" I've I take it and they take good, it out on the bathrooms. I've
0: never heard a good that's explanation besides the fact that women do the hovering thing, and maybe that's a factor. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. Is this what you know? Like Arya says, we can't get too detailed. Uh, you know, gory with the details on this. But is that been your experience? Have you had to clean the men's restroom at ross versus the women's restroom and have you found the women's restroom is worse
5: uh i never had to clean the men's restroom okay. but the women's restroom can be really bad yep. and i just uh, oh sometimes people use the bathroom in the sitting rooms as well they'll just use the sitting room as about it's disgusting oh and my god funny
2: <laughs> yeah
5: it's, it's
2: like where I do you live exist out in arizona oh. right yeah i told you man it's you it? it's the desert sun out there cooking people's brains and <laughs> i don't think stupid. so
0: aria i think you're going to encounter this kind of behavior when you're dealing with the everywhere. public happens
2: texas happens
5: it happens in texas too but um there, I wanted to read this sign, this meme from a hotel. It said, "Dogs are welcome in this hotel. We never had a dog that smoked in bed and set fire to the blankets. We never had a dog that stole our towels and played the TV too loud, or had a noisy fight with his traveling companion. We never had a dog that got drunk and broke up the furniture. So if your dog can vouch for you, you're welcome too." That's the cute. Management.
1: Okay, <laughs> let me let me just tell you, uh, my my parents rent. I think they rent homes. Out and mm-hmm. I was there for a couple of years, and I would help them mm-hmm. whenever uh, during the transfer, the, the uh, changeover.
0: So you had to clean up. Had, we had to clean up
1: after after oh renters. And I'm going to tell you what it's awful. There's a reason why some uh, landlords do not allow pets into their homes because the cat and mm-hmm. dogs will do so much damage to a home i'm serious so much it's like oh i, I can't believe i had suck. i can't believe i had to pay an 800 deposit fee that doesn't on even cover on, it that doesn't cover doesn't it dude cover it. it doesn't cover yeah. it all we have to we have to re- replace all of the carpet in the house because <sighs> your dumbass dog or your cat that pissed everywhere yeah 800 yeah. doesn't cover it well, sure um,
0: doesn't i've been through it man it's it sucks uh olivia anything I'll, else you want to share
5: Yeah, I'll just say it's really nice when people bring their pets. I've only seen well-behaved pets, and it'll really bring out the best of, like, the people around me because all the – it's really funny, like, all the people that work there will flock to a cute puppy or kitty. I've seen cats walked on leashes, and everyone will congregate congregate around the customer, and they'll be really nice and let us pet it and stuff, and the managers will just watch and kind of smile, too, because everyone just – I don't know. It kind of brings this sense of community, and I don't know. It's just Kind of gives you the warm fuzzy. <laughs> Thanks, Olivia, for the
0: call tonight. Definitely appreciate hearing from you. The number is 603 283 6160.
1: They just pissed me off. Well, so, I mean, have, know what it is. I just figured it out.
2: They have store cats here in the Northeast. And I, mean, if you, I, I can't imagine being so miserable that having a random cat in the store with you doesn't brighten your day, right? Uh, I mean, that, that's bound to be one of the few things that should be able to make everyone on the planet happy. Is, oh look! Here's a kitty.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I and I agree with it. But I am a cat person. But I just realize what, how I hate dogs so much, and that's because I'm the male guy. I got oh, I to I de- deal with, I gotta deal with, deal with dogs. nasty dogs all the time, yeah, yeah. especially on Sundays. No how many one, times you no, had to pepper spray a dog? I never, but I've been bitten once. Oof. But I almost got bit last Sunday by a dog Dang. that I had never seen before. You carry brand new? Spray or a anything? pit bull? A freaking pit bull? You carry
0: spray or anything I got, like
1: that? It's uh, yeah, but it's in the wrong vehicle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but uh, but as far as the, as far as uh, 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 the store cats yeah but i mean these are carpet are the stores carpeted usually they've got the, the easy to clean floors and yeah, yes sure. I, and yes i would admit every store that has a cat i will some i will frequent those stores and i'll go walking around the store looking for the cat before i start looking for what i need to buy <laughs> all
0: right there's more coming up here and you can join us on the number 603-283-6160 we're going to get into military recruiting difficulties coming up on free talk live live phones are open you can join us here whether you want to talk about retail work experiences we kind of got into a little bit about bad customers versus bad dogs uh the number 603 603- usually they're one and the same of course
1: of course uh almost every time a bad dog is going to have a bad owner yeah i think you can uh, you can tell a lot by a mean nasty dog yep is a good chance that customer is a that owner is also a awful. mean nasty person An deep down inside. Uh
0: yeah, I don't think dogs are born bad. I don't believe that. I mean, maybe somebody out there will make that claim, but I don't I don't think so.
2: I mean, I suppose they uh, a dog could be born bad in the same way that a human can be born, you know, as a as a psychopath mm-hmm. or whatever. A bad
0: apple, if yeah. you will.
2: Like could just be. something glitched in their brain, but, but I 99.
0: imagine percent of them yeah. it's the it's the human is probably
2: very very rare.
0: Well,
1: their uh, dogs are pack animals, and they will, uh, you know, they evolve and they will uh, evolve according according to their pack. Sure, which is probably just you know mom, dad, and maybe some kids. Right, um, and I, that's I,
2: why my golden retriever is so cat like, though,
1: because like there's mm-hmm. more cats in the house than dogs, and
2: yeah, I mean, she's so, been- it's, it's like
1: the one boy growing up in a house full of women. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, she. I'm the only human that she hangs out with regularly. Otherwise, she's hanging out with three cats. Right. And, you know, that's, that's how she thinks she's supposed to play now is to go up and start trying to claw at people. She, <laughs> she's so confused about how to be a dog.
1: Well, I can tell you one thing about dog people, uh, nasty dogs, dogs ag- aggressive dogs and uh, biting dogs. Uh, I've been bitten once and at least two, of, two other of my coworkers have also been bitten in the last 12 months. You work for the post office. Uh, I work for the post office. Uh, the one thing that every single one of these, are, and I've dealt with a lot of aggressive dogs like every every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them, are these dogs that I've never seen, they're either new dogs or they're taking care of someone else's dog or it's just a dog that's just been in the backyard and they just mm-hmm. let them out mm-hmm. one day. And the one thing I can say that all of these customers with aggressive, nasty dog biters or biting dogs they have in common is they never, ever apologize or even admit wow. when you've, I've been bitten. And the customers didn't even say sorry. Wow. And they were there. They saw it. They saw it. They saw it happen. Uh, And this has happened to, and I asked it of my, the uh, the last girl that got bit, the owners wouldn't even admit. They tried to say that she was lying. She's sitting there bleeding down her leg and the cops got involved and they, they would not admit that their dog bit her and they never, and they have never apologized. Guess who's not getting packages by the way. Right. Trashy. Trashy customers. uh, There's not a whole lot of you guys out there. You're not listening to this show, I know. Good people. So what do you do when show. that
2: happens? Like, uh you stop delivering their packages and make yep. them go pick them up from the yep. post office? Exactly. Okay. That's fair. Yeah.
0: The number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty 603-283-6160. Bitcoin.com, great source for learning about cryptocurrency. If you're ready to start learning about Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash, get on over to Bitcoin.com and click Get Started at the top of the page. They will give you some introductory videos. you got to get some of these basic concepts down about decentralized currency. What is it that makes it special? Why do you need to care about it? Uh, they'll help you with that. Why is it so amazing? Why are so many people so interested in this? Why is it worth over $20,000
1: per Bitcoin right now?
0: And no, you don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin. You can buy a Actually, fraction.
1: Yeah, but it's getting to that point where you kind of can, if you you know put well, a little you savings. A here. lot of
0: savings. Uh, go to Bitcoin.com. Click Get Started at the top of the page. Although it's been going up a little bit in the yep. last few uh, days, it's like gone up at least yeah, thousand.
1: is it twenty three now? I
0: think it, I think it scraped it. I don't know if it's... Yeah. Well, I mean, let's just it fit.
1: just just look at the look at the data, guys. I mean, it's like every two and a half three years, twenty three four. It, right it falls and yeah. then it goes right back up and keeps on going. Sometimes it takes it a few years to go back up.
2: Yeah, it it hit Sometimes. the $23,000 mark or whatever last time and then it fell back all, down to like 8,000 for like a few years. A couple years,
0: yeah. Anyway, bitcoin.com, you got to learn about it first. So click get started at the top of the page. If you're not brand new to crypto and you want to get the latest headlines, just head over to news.bitcoin.com. They got them for you there. Of course, you can buy cryptos through bitcoin.com and so many other cool features. It's all over there at bitcoin.com. We continue here. Uh, Aria, you wanted to get into the military. US military Having trouble recruiting. We've talked before about how police departments have been having trouble recruiting for the last several years in the United States because, well... A lot of people don't want to be oppressing their neighbors, and they've seen the police as being these uh, less-than-popular characters in their community in a lot of ways. Yeah, I wife, be- wife beaters. Mm, well, then there's that, too. And I suspect all of that factors into why people don't want those jobs. But what about the military? They've been offering like bonuses and all kinds of deals for a long time.
2: Well, according according to Military Times, sir, a survey raises serious questions about the future of of the all-volunteer force. And that was why I clicked this article because it makes it sound like, oh, they, they, they bring back the draft. The, yes. The results of a new survey, but that won't fix the problems that they're dealing with, I don't think. The results of a new survey of military and veterans and spouses, including details on financial difficulties, raise concerns about the future of the military, said the executive director of the organization that conducted the survey. Fewer military veterans and spouses are likely to recommend military service, according to the findings, huh. and the reasons are related to their own well-being. At the end of the day, families are having a hard time making ends meet, and that's wow. affecting their overall well-being. Yeah. The lady you, know, said. you know,
1: not to mention, I think I think some people are starting to think World War Three might be right around the corner, and this is probably a really bad time to be in the military. Well, yeah. Whereas whereas, whereas is there ever twenty a good whereas time? twenty well yeah twenty years ago when you're paying off your college your college debt. And the military is promising to do 20 years ago, it.
2: that they got shipped off to Afghanistan and Iraq. And, you know, like the 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 one National Guard troop out of Illinois, I believe, the Army Reserve crew, uh, they were supposed to stay there for 365 days to qualify for their college scholarship or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were brought back on day 364. <laughs> and the, the government repeatedly did this. So, so 20 years ago was not a good time to join the military. Heard,
1: I've never heard anything they like all this. all got I would, screwed over. I would have heard these horror stories.
2: They all got screwed. This was my generation. They all got screwed over. Mm. Almost not. And if they didn't get screwed over that way, they came back missing limbs right.
0: well, or I think, PTSD I, or yeah. whatever. And now, you know, it was know, actually older than my generation. I, I think this, you
1: know, the same generation, the same family members are telling you not to, not to get into the police or the military mm-hmm. are the same ones who are starting to think about, yeah, you know what? I think that college thing was a whole scam. Good. Yeah. And so it's, just, it's, it's, there, there is an awakening. Mm-hmm. There's definitely an awakening. Uh, we've been fed a lot of scams uh, forever and ever, and I think a lot of them are coming to head. They're, they're, people are seeing through uh, the cracks, and they're like, you know what? Nah, this isn't working. What are we at? Almost $30 trillion in debt. Um, that said, there
0: uh, there was that story that we I think we covered last week about or a couple weeks ago about the Americans' belief in certain institutions. And the military was the second most popular institution. Sadly, under, under small business, So I think we got a ways to go. But if they're having trouble recruiting, that does mean when a, when the, when it comes down to it, they're not getting what they're looking for, which is people bodies to send over but, and die.
1: But it's 2022. Do they even need bodies any longer? Because robots are out? coming. Because drones are already here. Mm-hmm. Robots are next. You see these robots? dogs running oh they're sh- scary straight terminator 2 robot yeah, dogs
0: you can't knock them over and they're you know mount a gun to them and 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 nuts.
1: do we need a huge worldwide culling of human life via armaments or are they doing it in other ways now via, via vaccines via vaccines mm-hmm. via feeding us filth feeding us they're crap they're
0: already lining up in new york city for the new monkeypox vaccine have you seen those pictures oh, is it a new vaccine because i, I thought- don't know if it's new but they're lining up for it
2: Yeah, I thought the monkeypox vaccine was a classic vaccine and it's it's been been around around for decades. It's
1: like the smallpox vaccine, right? It's the same thing.
2: I
0: don't people know. are ready to well, roll up their sleeves for another one. That's I know for sure. the
1: elites are always looking for ways to take take out parts of the population. and It's always been war. Mm-hmm. But do they need war anymore? That's a good
0: question. The number here is 603-283-6160. More from the Military Times. Uh, coming up here in moments on military recruiting difficulties, which is not a new thing. They've been having trouble for years, a while. Years, years. Uh, on this. So we'll hear what the latest is. Coming up, you can join us as well on Free Talk Live. It's free talk live and you can join us by bringing up whatever's on your mind just dial in here at 603 as the military continues to have difficulty recruiting people to die for the government weird we'll get into that
1: here. not for the government even for your country Oh yeah for freedom for freedom because freedom's
0: not free uh, that's the propaganda, but that's not but they tell true. You,
1: that's that's on the sign at what that the guy, the recruiters who go to your high schools. Mm-hmm. That's the sign on the table where they're sitting there with their all the bonuses they're going to get you and all the, uh, you know, the recognition and the whole nine. What worked on you? You were in the military, I, in, so. well, I come from a military family. Okay. first of all, so, so, so you're prepped. So for it. my granddad mm-hmm. was huge into it, and of course, like every one of my aunts and uncles on my dad's side are mm-hmm. military. Some of them are still military. So you well, got
0: propagandized from birth. Basically. Oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And I was a Boy Scout and, you know, the whole nine. Um, no, I, I knocked my girlfriend up uh, real early on. <laughs> I had a, that will do it. I had a kid on the yep. way. Mm-hmm. I didn't have, I, I had a, you know, uh, a dead end job that I was working that would not have paid the bills. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know what? Pfft, all the rest of my family did it. Why that not? as well. Uh, and I got in and, uh, and I got out just in time, too. I got it right before the. Uh, Let's go uh, invade some more brown people in, in sandy countries. And but a lot of my friends uh, did get called back mm-hmm. uh, because when I got out, I was still inactive. I was still inactive for four mm-hmm. years. And this is this 11 nine eleven period.
0: Yeah, you got and, lucky, and
1: I lucked out. Wow, because I and a single parent with a kid, mm-hmm. and uh, that would have been very bad for me. But uh, no, it was just a it was family propaganda for sure because it really wasn't. Uh, I don't ever remember any recruiters at my school. It must have been there. Um, we, uh, they were was, all over my school. That was a real I small mean, this school, festival though.
2: that I just went to. Was sponsored in part by the U.S. Army. I <sighs> didn't. I didn't Gosh. see that coming. They even had a little booth set up there, way in the back, right that huh. that no one ever visited. But wow. they, they oh, you there. better
1: believe that seven hundred plus billion budget, military budget, they're they're, they're, spending, they're it. spending it at schools and they're yep. spending it for flyovers over football video games. games. Remember
0: they came out with the Army video game like a decade back. Or well, no, every, every Call of Duty
2: ago? game is essentially an advertisement for the U.S. military.
0: Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, they spend a lot of money on advertisement, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's starting to kind of suck. Is they're not really doing it these days. I Why mean, aren't they, they going woke? I mean, yeah, exactly. Then they'll, they'll play the Russian propaganda, military propaganda, right mm-hmm. next to the woke. Yeah, and it's like US, a and night it's, and day. It's like, it's like I'm not jo- I'm not going to go join this pansy ass uh, uh, military. I want to. I want this is. This is not what my granddad talked about, mm-hmm. you know, crawling through the sand, you know, under the barbed wire and getting shot at. What is this? What do you mean the military ads are going woke?
2: Because I haven't seen any of these.
1: Oh, you haven't heard about that?
0: No. There's one where it's like a woman talking about how uh, her her, her, her
1: same sex parents you know, are, this, yeah, yeah.
0: And there, there's this whole thing with uh, showing how you know woke the the U S Army or whichever branch it is. It's uh, not
1: about killing your 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 enemy. It's about feelings. Yeah. And it's like but this is not what what?
0: Meanwhile, and Me- and I've seen exactly what you're talking about where they juxtapose the Russian uh, propaganda versus the American and it's like Like oh, like ours
1: know, was like 30 years ago. Yeah,
0: it's you know showing the tough Russian dudes crawling through the mud and getting you know all the stuff that you would expect a military ad to be and then over in the United States it's like, well, here's how we're accepting of all people <laughs> in the military. Everyone can kill for us in the US military, you know. But you know what? Stuff. We really don't, necessarily- don't we really
1: don't need to crawl through the mud anymore. Because we got they that kid, robots. we got that, we got that eighteen-year-old who grew up playing Call of Duty, who's in a bunker mm, in and, and the the desert, and it, that we could that's not on Google Maps, mm-hmm. and all he's he's just flying drones all day. Of course, I mean, he's getting P, Of course, he's he's getting PTSD and at the end of his four years he's saying oh, you know mm. what all i did was fly missiles in the you school buses and churches and in no, uh, hospitals that's
2: the thing man it, it becomes so much like a video game to them that it doesn't cause ptsd just like playing call of duty for you know 8 hours a day won't cause ptsd yeah
1: what well, we're dealing it's just you know, a
2: video game to them
1: we're if you guys haven't read ender's game that's what we're that's the level that we're at right now we're we're developing a soldier that doesn't even know what's really going on. He has not mm. made the connection with life. Mm. His missile, his drone, human life and the controller in his hands. Scary. Because when because he's not in the midst of it anymore. Mm-hmm. He, you know, and I've heard stories of Vietnam of the soldiers in Vietnam who would intentionally not especially the really really young ones. They would shoot over the tops up into the trees of their enemy mm. because they just they didn't want to go there. Wow. Because there's a human on the other side yeah. of that hill, a real human. And
0: they were drafted. So they're and not they were exa- the exa- the yes. psychos who wanted to go kill people.
1: Exactly. And they intentionally shot over the heads because they didn't mm. want to go there and cross that line. Because wow. that is seriously, that's a some people can't go back after that. On sure. well, the
2: subject of military advertising though, I'd rather them, you know, be woke and whatever. I'd rather them be unappealing to the kinds of people who want to go commit murder, right? Like I, I didn't care for you know Godsmack and all of these other rock bands having their music used for you know U.S. Navy commercials mm-hmm. or whatever. That they, they pumped people up, they got people excited about joining. Why the hell would you want military <laughs> advertisers yeah, to Aria, be like Aria, that? This is
1: where we've gone. We've gone from these. We haven't
2: gone anywhere. The U.S. government hasn't. For all I care, they, they could fall off
1: a cliff. They've made the decision to go here. Good. So So now let it be so as it,
2: ineffective as they th- as it
0: can be. Who's that, who's, I'm that, with who's, you.
1: That, who's the sniper? Who's who's basically a psychopath who wrote the book? They made movies about Americans
0: sniper guy yeah he just he's, Chris something I think
1: anyways that's what they were going for that's what they were looking for now they're going for the person who's driving a stinking uh, 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 mom van with coexist on the back window that they're going for a whole nother I mean so uh, it's what, just what, what is worth at least they were going for killers and now they're trying to draft People who they're aren't even to, killers. They're tra- that's perfect. Exactly. exactly. They're, trying to, they're trying to recruit everybody now. Good. They're scraping the bottom. of They're scraping the, bottom of, they're scraping the yeah. bottom of the barrel because uh, that's what I, they have to I, do. I see
2: no issue with the U.S. military sucking. To I me, agree with you. To me, yeah. that's a that's a that's a feature.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, when you consider that we're spending more, well, our military is spending more than what the whole rest of the world combined mil- military military ca- wise. That's Something been the like case that. for a long, yeah. long time, though. Yeah. What other
0: troubles are they running into, Aria, that you wanted to share
2: here? Well, according to Shannon Razadin, who is the president of the Military Family Advisor Network, which is the place that did the uh, the survey, we see the connection between well-being and loneliness, well-being and housing, well-being and food security. When you layer that on the top of the fact that fewer people are likely to recommend military service, it paints a very clear picture of concern relating to the future. This is the fourth survey they've done, and evidently the number of people who would recommend military life has fallen from 74% to 62% in 2021. Still too many. Yeah, they didn't give a lot of really boring numbers, but she talks about how it was troubling uh, Troubling. Uh, it was just the fact that families don't like the military life and how it feels for them. Based on their answers, the reasons were related to frequent separations and the fact that military life is not conducive to family life. Mm. How bizarre. Mm-hmm. Noting that the fact that the survey was conducted on the heels of the U.S. military's exit from Afghanistan didn't show up in the findings. In well, jun- I know that
0: uh, Bonnie, my girlfriend, uh, she was grew up what they call an army brat, I guess. Yep. Kids in the, you know.
1: Parents yeah, are that makes military. sense i put the, i put two and two together i see that
0: and you know she's never in the same place for very long they're always moving around you don't get to con- you know make connections with the local people or anything like that you only get to connect with people that are on the military base and then some number of months or years later you're on another military base i mean that's that's got to be tough
2: it's also expensive right uh out of all of those people who recently experienced a permanent change of station they had negative or very negative experiences with the reimbursement of moving costs. Also, mm. the, oh, the
0: military screwing their
2: own people while they're working for them. Yeah, forty percent of people reported that issue. Thirty-eight hmm. uh, percent reported effects on spouse employment. You know, obviously, your spouse has to get a new job or transfer or whatever. Right,
0: and usually that means working on the military base. At some. And
2: know, the cost
1: of li- they all work at the commissary, yeah.
2: And the cost of living could go up in your new place, or it could go down, mm-hmm. which I guess would be an okay thing. But you know, if it goes up, you're not getting more money to you know be stationed in New York City versus being stationed in Iowa. Sure. So there's a lot of good reasons. Housing costs, of course, are up. More I don't than think food-
0: there's a military base in New York City. But- yeah, but I mean,
1: well, yeah, but no, you, you know your I mean, your housing and your uh, food are. Uh, it's it's dependent on your location. Mm, okay. So you will g- be paid more according to where you're at. Oh, they will adjust it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh,
2: okay. Out of those people who lived in privatized housing, only 64% said the condition of their housing has changed. 8%, however, said they had gotten worse. And 28% said conditions have gotten better. So the housing situation, yeah. I mean, they go into a bunch of numbers here that aren't overly interesting. But the, the
0: important part is that fewer people are recommending this experience yes. to others. And, and that's that's a
2: good thing, in that my matters.
0: opinion. matters. Uh, There's more coming up here. The number is 603-283-6160, and you can share your thoughts. Maybe you've been in the military, and you can uh, weigh in. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. Phones are open. You can join us. Your thoughts on the military recruiting situation, if you want to jump in. Maybe you want to talk about your experience. And why you wouldn't recommend the military anymore, because a lot of people, more than, I don't know if it's ever, but more than in many recent years, are no longer recommending military service to their loved ones and their friends, according to the poll uh, that you were sharing with us, Aria. With you tonight, it is Ian.
1: Aria. And Conan.
0: And want to say thank you to Ron Dinian, who is a Free Talk Live Silver supporter of our AMPS program Ron is contributing uh, about 5 bucks a month uh, to the AMPS that stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. It's a way for you to help us continue this mission of spreading the ideas of freedom as far and as wide as possible, and as many radio stations as possible. And you get some cool benefits, too, when you join over at com. That takes you right over to our Patreon page. That's AMPS freetalklive.com as we go to your calls and thoughts. Rudy is on the line in Arizona listening to KTalks. Go ahead, Rudy.
6: Hey, guys. Hey, hey everybody. What's on your mind? Uh, back uh, in it was probably 2005, 2006, with the uh, Bush uh, military authorization bill, they slipped in there that, uh, to, that you had to, if you took federal money, which every school does, uh, you had to allow the recruiters to go And talk to your classes. I think it was down to the the seventh grade. Yep. And, uh, jeez. You had to do that. Uh, And uh, the the American people, we fought like hell for months and months trying to get it taken out, but, uh, it it stayed. So every kid gets indoctrinated by, uh, the guy in the uniform. A couple more things. Uh, uh, you know, all the, all the, uh, casualties in Iraq and, like, Afghanistan, Mm -hmm. I think it was over 40% of those were from uh, National Guard. Remember when they were, they were pulling up people from every National Guard unit in the country? Yep. Uh, to, yeah, because before they before uh, we went into Af- uh, Iraq, there was a head honcho in the military going before Congress and he said, we don't have the uh, troops. You know, we've, we've got like 90,000 people in Afghanistan right now and to go into Iraq, we're gonna need so many, you know, 200,000 more troops. And they, they basically got rid of them because he said that. And uh, that's when they started just bringing people in from the National Guard.
0: The weekend and, uh, warriors. Yep, yep.
6: And one more thing. Uh, I know two people that signed up so they could get their citizenship. One was a Vietnamese, Vietnamese guy that hit my wife's nails. The mm-hmm. other guy was a Guatemalan guy that was a tire jockey. And uh, they got killed. Jeez. And uh, last point, uh, when Trump was in there, uh, like to they say, they, they give the, uh, the you, could, you can become an American citizen. When Trump was president, he got rid of 160,000 people that joined the military to get their citizenship and let them go before they had their commitment done so they didn't
1: get their system. Wow, <laughs> there you go, <laughs> oh, are you? They are. They
0: constantly renege on their promises. I mean, this is it's we, the government, right? Yeah, yeah, we've we've heard about these things. I mean, we, we've known for years about how they screw veterans over, right? And the Veterans Administration is giving them bad care and and just killing them, basically. uh There's been stories about that
1: forever. Government provided health care right and, there. That's yeah. why we'll. That, that's our uh, canary, in the, canary in the coal yeah. mine, right there. Take take a what, take, what's take the note.
6: Name of the, uh, What's the name of the uh, main uh, uh, hospital for the vets in Washington, D.C.? Uh,
1: Some, forget, uh, something so VA. It yeah, uh,
6: uh, yeah the a, a reporter went through there. It, it was incredible how deplorable it was. I mean, uh, we... Yep. Uh,
2: and imagine they, this. Some people out there still want government-run health care sure in do. the United States, even after seeing the VA. You would expect, you know, the VA to be the, the best medical care. I would expect... Well, no, it's not. I would expect the <laughs> U.S. Right, government so. to do everything they could to take care of, you know, the people who went out there and fought and bled and possibly died for the U.S. government. Instead, they get cheated, cre- um, treated like crap.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you you retire from the military. You guys even even enlisted, especially you officers, though. They get they get big fat pensions. If you dedicate mm.
2: your life to the U.S. government, I imagine they will take it. If, I, and you survive.
1: And you survive. That's the that's that's where they get you. But I mean, I have I, <laughs> but I have but I have bros who were, who got in when when I was in, but stayed in, already retired, young forty years. young forty year olds who are who are. Gone off and gotten other jobs. Sure, they're, so they're living dipping. off this. They're double dipping. Yeah, they yeah. get these fat pensions. And They're and probably they're working for the government too, right? Some of well, that's yeah. military usually does just that. Yeah, they go they, go, they go do their uh, welfare co- contractor uh, jobs, uh, fixing equipment, and you know the whole nine. Um, yeah, and, uh, I, you, go ahead, Rudy.
6: You know, you know the uh, the prosperity that the United States went through in the 50s and 60s, That was directly related to the GI Bill. People that fought in World War II. We had a real good GI Bill, which basically we we pay people to go to school. And boom! I mean, every dollar that we put into the, their education, we got seven dollars back. It was the uh, the greatest. Uh, I don't know. It, it raised our ability to make money. That's why we ran the world for a couple of decades. Yeah, back when know?
1: college is worth going to. It's not that way anymore. Guess what? Guess what degree I got when I went using my GI Bill? I got a liberal arts degree. Useless. <laughs> A useless basket-weaving degree.
0: Thanks, Rudy, for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. The number is 603-283-6160. One of the other things I've heard that they do with people that have been effed up in the head, like they didn't lose limbs or whatever, but they just got... PTSD. Know, there's, yeah, there's, whether it's PTSD and or, or some other... actual physically suffering. knocked in the head, yeah. Uh, they will deny them coverage at the VA because they'll say, oh, well, you didn't get that from the military. Mm. You were crazy before you joined mm. the military. So <sighs> I mean, we don't have to. Maybe cover that. some of them. Yeah. Well, maybe. But for all the talk about taking care of their veterans, there's a lot of them that they just get kicked to the curb.
1: And those are the guys that are living in a in the woods, yeah. under, under underneath under the bridge. a piece of cardboard or something. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I've, I I've met those guys. Before, what is by the, the way.
2: percentage? I I don't recall now of you know homeless people in the United States who are former veterans. It's fairly high. I bet it's
1: high. It but is I high. don't know.
2: And something, and the number of veterans who commit suicide is also fairly high. Yes, of course,
1: if, of course, if you're sitting at the off ramp or the inter ramp, and you're looking for someone to give you a dollar or some food, the, the best way to do it is say that you're a veteran. Mm, so I'm, yeah, I'm wondering paniering. how many of them are uh, the what right. is the word uh, v- stolen valor? Stolen valor. Yeah. yeah. They pretend there's they, no
2: they, valor in joining the U.S. military. though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go to Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she didn't start with yes. She's so caught off guard, though.
7: That, um, did you know that Iran, Iran's gonna help Russians with uh, launching out uh, drones from from their side to um, launch drones to shoot at the Ukrainians?
3: All right. So, okay. are
7: you guys surprised with the Iranians? Because the I was watching the um, the Rick Steves travel shows like I do, and it turns out that their oil was nationalized for maybe a decade or so. So, so nationalized means socialized, which means mm-hmm. communism. Whose
0: right? oil, Iran?
7: Yeah, that's okay. for, that's right. Wasn't there a? I forgot his name. There was a prince that was selling. Selling his that you oil to the so wait, American it's not
0: nationalized companies. now, but it was in the past.
7: Um, yes, it was. So, none of those. Does it, Iran have princes?
2: So, I thought they had the ayatollah and the president. Not well, sure.
7: I mean, was it that guy that that, <laughs> that guy? And then <laughs> that, um, and then and then what happened? It? And then, um, he had business with the U.S. oil companies, and they got and then he
2: lived high off the hog. What the hell are you talking about, Sarah? <laughs> I have
1: no idea. That guy with the thing on his head.
2: <laughs> I think she's talking about the Saudi Arabian royal family, which does have princes and stuff like that. Or I mean, she could be talking about a half a dozen. She's talking East. about
1: Iran,
0: uh, and Iran does apparently have a president, according to Wikipedia. I thought. But so. What's the I mean, point of your
1: call? I mean, yeah. If they're if they're launching drones from Iran, uh, my government has been telling me for years and years and years that Iran is my enemy. I mean, they're not, but I mean, no, I've no, been told that. And out. now they're telling but me that no, Russia's no, my no. enemy. I, they're not, they're but not. I guess they are. Uh, so, I mean, I, of course they're going to work together. Yeah, That's it's
2: weird. The U.S. government made enemies out of Iran and Russia, and now those enemies are, are working up. together. And, if they're uh-huh.
1: gonna, and they want to get North Korea in there, too. You know what? I would not be surprised, and I wouldn't, I'm not going to be mad about it either.
2: That can be the new axis of evil, as Bush called them yep. back in 2003. Why you, but what's the point of your call? Well,
7: my whole point is that they nationalized the oil, which means they have socialist, communist, um, and oil then they and
0: didn't, and then they unnationalized oil. it, right? Because you said it, they don't have that anymore.
7: But I, I have no idea who, how is um, controlling it? Who's how? It's just I mean, I don't know if the country, the state owns it or not. But my whole point is that all uh, most of the Middle Eastern countries have been socialist, communist. Why don't made, you move there then? Out, well, you know, I'm here. <laughs> so, is, I'm, I'm We've had
0: people I'm offer to pay for point. your ticket if they'll if you'll just like fly to China. I bet you they'd pay for your ticket if you could get one to uh, to Iran. I don't we could fundraise out, right.
1: But... We can start the fundraiser tonight.
0: We'll just get you put you on a boat and we'll send you over well, there. You know that
7: guy that's a jail in Russia that hates uh, hate uh, Putin? It's like coming into America. you think it's that easy?
0: They're putting people it in jail be. in Ukraine it who, are be pro, who are pro-Putin. Thank you for the call tonight. I, I wish it was easy for people to move around the world, and then we would have a better world because people could go to the places that they thought was right for them. <sighs> we don't live there yet, though. Hour three's coming up.
2: Free Talk Live.
0: It is Free Talk Live, and you can join us here We're kicking off the third hour of the show. Phones are open. And the number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Ian here with you.
2: And Arya. And Conan. And join us
0: online anytime you want. Over at Freetalklive.com. You can join our social media platform. It is our platform. It's not run by some mega tech corporation. It's running on our server it's a mastodon based system which means it is open source it means it's federated with other thousands of other mastodons all around the planet very very cool system and it's free for you to use and you get a lot more freedom to express yourself there it's social.freetalklive.com
1: and they don't feed you your algos don't feed you loads and loads of nonsense that you don't want to watch you yep. you like what you like. And that's your stream, is that it'll just Correct. keep, it doesn't just keep going forever and ever, amen. And no advertising. Yes, either. yes.
0: Uh, so get on over to social.freetalklive.com as we go to your phone calls. Major Payne is on the line in Michigan. Go ahead, Major.
4: Hey, guys. Um, I was just thinking one of the flies in the ointment that the government's got right now with this recruiting concept of theirs is uh, they're Talking to young men that they expect to be warriors, and they're telling them that they got to listen to Tickle Me Elmo and take the Fauci And if they're paying any kind of attention at all, they're hearing these horror stories about guys that are getting run out of the military with you know a year or two left on their hitch, and they're losing their entire pension. It's not like the government's trying to be fair and offer them you know a, an adequate percentage for the time of the contract they fulfilled. No, of
2: course they're, not.
4: They're putting themselves untrustworthy once again.
0: Of course, that's how they do it, and it's amazing that anybody continues to uh, to join, but as Conan pointed out, they've got a grip on Hollywood, so there's... Propaganda that has just been pumped into Americans' heads for decades, generations upon generations about this uh, this military, and maybe we're starting to see that break at this point. But they still do have a real grip
1: on the American populace. Yeah, which, just look at that look at that polling data from yeah, last week where more than sixty it's, it's still like almost seventy percent mm-hmm. of people still are in they favor of the military, not the police so much. But yeah, it's because we're up there too. Yeah, but you you don't have the police. Usually you don't have a police table. uh, Did you guys ever have recruitment? Not recruitment day, but uh, what is it? Job uh, fair. Job fair at the schools. uh, Is the police usually there? Do they even have have to go out and advertise? Because I know the police are complaining too. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Do you mean job fairs or where the the cops or the the people with uh, certain careers come and speak? Career day. Career day. That's what it was called. Yeah,
1: we had that. And and usually the told, and usually I, the the gym was you know all of the employers in town, including the military and sometimes the police, set know. up shop, set up a table. Uh,
0: at my school, we didn't have anything going on in the gym. They would just have speakers come into classrooms and talk about their.
6: I thing. told you guys a couple of
4: weeks ago at the Cherry Festival in Traverse City, they had one of them recruiting tents set up for the state police. Somebody stole it about midnight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anything else,
1: Major?
4: Um. Well. I did have another damn thought, but I
0: must have tilted my head, and the marble rolled out the roulette wheel. All right, man.
1: Thanks for the call. Tonight. Uh, did I did it. your article that we just covered, Arya, mention all of the military who have taken have taken honorable discharges in the last two years because they refused to take the jab? Well, it, it was they, from did, the military because that, that's because that's part of their yeah exactly. They so, wanted by the way they I looked well, at they that.
2: They are propagandists. They wanted
1: more money. They wanted more money. That's why they're complaining.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's officially, it's, it's the official mouthpiece of the U.S. Army, right? So, I mean, of course, they're going to do everything they can to paint the Army in a positive light.
1: Yeah. I know at least thousands have already taken honorable discharges uh, and not the, they have not taken the jab into their lives. Um, and they decided to go another, another, another route. I'm surprised. Military times? Military? I don't think that's true. Oh, I thought they were. They, I thought to be they're, independent. They're pro. Yeah. Well, they're pro military. That's of for, they that's are. for sure. Of course. I thought
2: are. it was more difficult than that to get out of the military. I thought they could just. i you know, I thought they could just take these people and make them get the job.
1: Yeah. No. no uh, you, yeah, you you can't make someone do it. You discharge them if they if they refuse oh, to well, play ball. Oh, the U.S. Ball.
2: government can make their soldiers do it. If pretty you want, much if you want to keep,
1: want. keep, if you want to stay enlisted, yes. But no, they've already given the thou- thousands of. Uh, military the option of take the jab or you can be military discharged and I understand I, and that I, they did and it, I think but- and I think coming up I think there's a deadline coming up where we're talking we're talking a huge percentage of the military are le- are walking because they there's, there's some, of the jab? There, Yeah, there's some deadline coming up. If I'm not mistaken, I understand that
2: the military provided people with that option. But isn't there a long history of the military saying, "Hey, you're going to do this thing, whether you like it or not"? Of course there or, is. Or we're going to see yeah, you stop. Yes, yeah, it's, it's called the, it's called the, it. the draft. Yeah. So so why would oh no, we're going to so why would vaccination be any different? If The military wanted to force these people to get vaccinated. They they would do it
1: because at this moment in time, the draft isn't in in it, it isn't an option as far as. Forcing I'm you into the military—it's all—it's all voluntary. I'm,
2: an honorable discharge is letting these people out of their contract. These people gave their lives to the military. The military has been shoving experimental drugs into soldiers for the last several decades. Yes, That's they true. Have, Agent This is no different.
0: Well, it is no different. Um, and I think back then, if you didn't want to be experimented upon, you could probably try to quit the military and get dis, you know—discharged in whatever way at that time. Just how much, how what percentage of them are willing to do that okay. is uh, is unknown. Uh, Bonnie's brother one of her brothers is in the air force and he has uh in- indicated that he does not want to get this shot and i i don't she's not in here right now but i'm sure she would be able to clarify this the number of people who are not getting the shot is very very small very very small so it's a if, you
2: know,
0: yeah, a lot of military the military are
1: already rule followers from yeah. the get-go yeah well
2: you don't get into the air force without the military being your career choice right mm-hmm. the the, the Air Force in particular some of the like the army or the marines or whatever maybe not necessarily a career choice the National Guard certainly not a career choice so those are no, just stepping stones to air another Force place.
1: Air Force is totally a career choice army is the is the it, are the deadbeats they that's they're what the, I'm the, saying. the bottom so, of the barrel that's
2: what I said I mean the, oh, these are stepping stones to uh, you know better places supposedly like uh most of the marines I know ended up in the Air Force they re-enlisted and joined the Air Force instead hmm. because and, and apparently being a marine gave them better chances of being accepted into the 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 air force i don't know how it works but i mean that's the career path that they've chosen no one goes boy i want to be in the national guard as my career right Uh, i just don't
0: think you're going to see a huge percentage or even a a significant percentage of any of the branches refusing this job
1: this is an older article but all national guard soldiers were required to be vaccinated by june 30th of of, of 2022 or or, else or, or, or terminated yeah um,
0: a lot of people don't want to lose their job, just I'm not, like we so, saw. But people. I'm not sure
1: about I'm not sure about active duty.
0: There's a lot of people in the private industry that also took the job, even though they supposedly didn't want it because they were just afraid of losing their job. Even though the crazy thing is, even though everybody's hiring, it's like if you're going to get fired, now's the time to get fired because it's so easy to get work out there from the way, at least the way it looks.
1: Because you had a bunch of retirees. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna, we're, we're. We're set for some hard times simply because every, all the baby boomers are retiring. Mm. But a lot of them, who maybe had a couple other, a couple more years to go, just decided so to, to retire it. early. Screw yep. it! No, I'm not taking. This, I'm not taking the vaccine of my life. Yep. I'm just going to take. I'm going to retire two, three, four years earlier than I anticipated. Uh, bye, Felicia. Mm-hmm. And that's what that is what we're dealing with right now.
0: You think that's why there's so many jobs available?
1: Jobs available and a lot of screw ups, a mm-hmm. lot of uh, coal coal trains getting flipped over because you have a lot of numbskull kids new on the job, fresh on the job who who hadn't you know loaded a train before, mm-hmm. uh, or or factories burnt food factories burning down and because I think there's a lot of numbskulls at the just at screwing the wheel it up. because they, they because they're not used to uh, that that type of work and or just new on the job, newbies.
0: Meanwhile, I saw somebody posting the other day that New Hampshire
1: is down to two percent unemployment. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem right. If you walk around downtown Keene; right. that doesn't that doesn't seem or feel right. Almost like it's almost like they're. It's almost like the numbers are 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 hyped up. Well,
0: they are. <laughs> Imagine manipulated. that everything
2: yeah. the state says is a lie. Well, they, they are, are certain-
0: manipulated, right? I think I've heard that if you're not looking for work, they don't consider you unemployed. Like there's a certain Definition to being "quote unquote"
1: legally unemployed. I don't know. Where are these people at? Because the, because them them checks have not been flowing recently. Yeah, I don't know. Where are these people? What whose basement I'm are these people living in? Yeah. I know. it's a good question. Of course, there, of course, there are a lot of baby boomers who are retired who mm-hmm. you know who they take who, care of their kid. You've got money and they can mm-hmm. take care of a, a deadbeat kid. Could be. A a, a hunter, if you will. A hunter kid, if you will.
0: The number is 603-283-6160. If you want to join us here, maybe you've got speculation on how unemployment could be at you know as low as 2% here in New Hampshire. I don't know what it is where you live, uh, but yet everybody's hiring. How does that happen? The number is 603-283-6160. On the way. Are we going to see psychedelic mushrooms getting legalized in more places than they already are? And they're already in a few places. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. free talk live and you can join us here and bring whatever you want at 603-283-6160 comment on what's on your mind with you tonight it's ian and aria and conan and you can join us online anytime at freetalklive.com just download archives there if you like you can also subscribe to our podcast which you'll find links to over at feeds.freetalklive.com take the Copy the link to the RSS feed of your choice, drop it into your favorite podcast client, or just use the links there to some of the major platforms like uh, Spotify and iHeartMedia or whatever. There's a few different ones there that you can easily find us on, and they'll link you over to it over at feeds.freetalklive.com. The Denver Gazette reporting on psychedelic mushrooms, which is an appropriate location because Denver was, I believe, the first city... In the United States to legalize, through a ballot measure, uh, the use of psychedelic mushrooms for recreational purposes. If I recall correctly, that was a few, if not several years ago at this point. We've seen other cities follow suit, including Oakland, California, Santa Cruz, even a few cities in Massachusetts. So it's not just a West Coast thing. Hmm.
2: Didn't Portland go like all the way and decriminalize everything? Oregon did. The entire state of Oregon. Oh, wow. I thought it was just Portland.
0: Uh, That was, I think, the 2018 or 2020 election. So that's relatively new in Oregon. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what I think it was 2020. Uh, We're still, you know, they still got to get new data out of there and see how that's going. I imagine
2: violent crime will be down. I imagine all of these crime numbers that, you know, they, 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 say are there fault of drugs, will be down.
0: We hope so. Um, Certainly that's been the experience in Portugal, which has done this for two decades now. They've had an experiment with uh, semi-legalization. It's just a legalization, basically, or decriminalization of personal possession. So you still can't deal it, you still can't manufacture it, but if you get caught with a little bit of heroin or you know, MDMA or whatever it is that we're talking about, then you'll probably get a little smack on the hand, maybe a fine, maybe a manda- mandatory drug class or something. So there's, there's still some sort of penalty, but it's not like it used to be. Uh, so here's the story from the Denver Gazette. More states may legalize psychedelic mushrooms. Alex Jones... Not the one you're thinking of. Oh. <laughs> That's says, too bad. Says the female They're Alex Jones. They're putting
1: chemicals in the water that are turning the frogs gay. Right. Alex
0: Jones needs to take some mushrooms. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, she so he
1: needs to stop drinking alcohol and yeah. take something a little on the other side yeah, of the equation.
0: He sa- uh, She says a trip in Jamaica saved her life. Not a trip to Jamaica, a hallucinogenic trip in Jamaica. Severe depression had descended on Ms. Jones at age 10. And stayed there relentlessly for the next two decades. She couldn't work, couldn't bear the sight of herself in the mirror, and for days on end could barely lift herself off her couch. The temptation to end it all was always at the periphery. You know, you've got to wonder, why does somebody just have depression descend on you at age 10? Her parents, were they, were they divorcing? What was it in her life that, you know, led her School. to this? School could be be. the pressures of school. Yeah, Yeah. it also sounds
2: like she could be one of the rare cases that, like, just legitimately has a chemical imbalance. Joan said, "I
0: felt like I was the Walking Dead." She's now 34 years old. That would be
2: the antidepressants that were doing that.
0: She endured hours of talk therapy and rotated through 30 different drug regimens. She did light therapy, dark therapy, an experimental care, a ketamine nasal spray, and then a ketamine infusion. She underwent rounds of electroconvulsive therapy and sleep deprivation. She submitted tr- trans- transcranial magnetic stimulation where she wore a big helmet. That sounds familiar.
2: With... Is that the thing that Mark did in Texas?
0: I don't know. I don't know what he did. He did something with magnets though, didn't he? He did. Uh, in this case, <laughs> she wore a big helmet equipped with magnets.
1: None of it... The... <laughs>
2: Imagine that didn't. Work. I'm
1: immediately going to Back to the Future Doc with his uh, head his head device.
2: Mm. I mean, if you've had this illness for you know decades, I understand why they why she would be willing to try anything. I, I do. I, I it sounds silly to think about you know wearing a m- helmet with magnets in it or whatever. It but- works. None
0: of it worked for her, at least not for long, and some brought severe side effects. Doctors told her she was treatment-resistant, meaning seemingly beyond help. But in 2019, she happened upon a 60 Minutes report on clinical studies showing strongly encouraging results in using psilocybin, a psychedelic agent derived from mushrooms, to treat patients with depression, anxiety, and
1: addiction. By the way, key, key, natural, compared to all the synthetic crap that she was trying, all the man-made synthetic bull crap, and finally... We've got some natural re- re- remedy on the on the recipe, and uh, well, she tried some of the natural stuff. Yeah.
0: Whatever light therapy and dark therapy is, or you know, magnetic magnets are natural, um,
1: but not but not in a <laughs> helmet on your head. <laughs> You're not Magneto.
2: I'm curious what X men Magneto
1: is not natural.
2: I'm curious what light therapy and dark therapy are now. I've never heard of them.
1: I suspect. Exposure I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, I'm going to Google it. it. How
0: is
2: uh, that supposed to be helpful, though? There's all kinds of you know. Out uh, well, there. I
1: mean, you've got uh, uh, cabin fever in uh, the north, where yep. you have lack of sun or too much sun, mm-hmm. and that has a, a detrimental effect on the human. Well, that's brain. also
2: people being trapped in their in their cabins for months on end without any company and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, but having being in complete darkness or complete light can also. It's just like uh, uh, travel sickness or uh, what is it? Uh, zone but, zone. Uh, What's time. what's the word I'm looking You're talking for? Talking about the time zone. Time, time, lag. time zone change. Jet lag, lag jet yes. Lag, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's our bodies are basically set up and if you start playing with the with the light. Yeah, the start the internal, clocks, or, yeah, yeah. T- start, the internal clocks, it'll mess you up quick.
0: Uh so outside of the trials, the treatment's not available in the United States where psilocybin remains illegal under federal law. Jones then booked a one week stay at a Jamaican retreat. And we've talked about these on Free Talk Live. They're kind of this new thing. Like it used to be that if you wanted to do ayahuasca for instance, which is a not the same as mushrooms obviously, but it's a it's another way to uh, to trip and and address some of the issues that uh, that you might have internally. It's a very long trip from what I understand. I've never done ayahuasca. I have done DMT, which is the short acting version that you would uh, use. You would uh, inhale, for instance. Uh, but ayahuasca is generally brewed as a tea, and it's gonna go for like I don't know, 24 hours or something oh crazy God. like that. It's a really long trip. <laughs> that so, is a
2: long trip.
0: So you have to be willing to spend the time, but you also would have to like fly down to the Amazon jungle and like go to some sort of a medicine man, or you know, go to trek for a ways. So they've started to put these these experiences into resorts where people can just go and. You know, spend two thousand dollars, go to some f- posh resort in Jamaica, and take their trip there. And then when they're done, they can go you know go to bed in their nice uh, king bed room at this uh, fancy. You know resort. what?
1: If you have the money to go on one of these trips, mm-hmm. then I'm thinking that there might be something because if you're if you have the money from your workplace, I think you're probably working too much, and maybe you should just work less hours, and that might you know work on your depression a little bit or I don't think or so, maybe dude. you're some ri- you're some rich you're some richer uh, the
0: last thing you want to tell somebody with depression from those who I've known who is have to not had work it is to not work because then they're just going to be at home and they're going to be worse
1: yeah but these are the same people who work 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 all year long and they're they're just dying for that two week straight vacation to saying. go wherever I mean, to go and it's just like why people don't you, are, why are don't people don't you just, are
0: more likely to be stressed why don't you just depressed. work 3
1: days a week and then have some hobbies i'm telling you a lot of these people are overworked, and I think that's what's causing a lot of their problems in their lives. That's probably true.
2: I gotta agree with Ian on this one, though. I, I I don't think too many people suffer from depression have the also have the problem of working too much. They they tend to be yeah. significantly less productive Correct. than everyone else. Depressed people don't want to get out of bed. They sure as hell don't want
0: to take a walk. I mean, if that's, yeah, but where are they getting two thousand dollars to go on this trip? Well, not all of them are completely immobilized. Some of them are able to work. It's just their sad for whatever reason.
2: And she may have a good job that pays her, you know, $50 an hour or whatever. She only works 10 hours a week.
0: Yeah, um, there's more coming up here in moments. The number is 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. And you can bring up whatever you want. Maybe you've had experience with psychedelic mushrooms as a therapy, solving really hard to solve problems like... Depression. Uh, that's a story we're talking about right now out of the Denver Gazette. A woman who's named Alex Jones uh, <laughs> says she had a lot of difficulty defeating depression that was with her for something like two decades and tried all of the different approaches mm-hmm. out there, thirty different drug regimens, various different therapies.
1: By the way, I did look up I did look up light and dark therapy. Oh, okay. Uh, they kinda they kind of make sense. Except light therapy is basically we have your your winter white lamp,
0: the vitamin D lamps. Or oh yeah,
1: it is, and it it cures, uh, you know, especially uh, not vitamin D deficient, but the seasonal uh, seasonal affective disorder. disorder. And I, but which is something I get by the way. Oh really? Like come come February rolling around, mm-hmm. I just I've had enough. And I think a lot huh. of people are in that same boat where it's just never bothered. Is that
2: really a disorder? That's just like I'm sick of being cold, right? I mean, no,
1: no, 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 not, no, it's no, no. It's it's, a, I'm talking a, about the darkness.
0: It's a depression thing for people get from not getting enough vitamin D, supposedly. Okay. Yeah, from, from a light,
1: from a good um, and I'm light from source.
0: Florida. I've never had this experience. To me, and, like, you, so you get it too? Whatever. No, I don't. This is
1: just, so. That, yeah, this is my first time. I don't uh, get experiencing seasonal it. affective disorder. It doesn't bother me. Well, I get it like one month a year. Okay, February. I've been here but, only uh,
2: about four years at this point, but I've never experienced no, that. But the
1: dark therapy is this is the strange one to me. It's actually uh, you sit in the dark, sitting the sitting your pace, patient in the darkness for a for pro- prolonged period of time, however long it takes.
2: That's a good meditative to, experience. So basically, mm. it
1: supports the circadian rhythms, and it's actually doing. It's a form of dark therapy is to block blue wavelength lights to stop the disintegration of melatonin, mm. and I guess it's good for headaches, chronic fatigue syndrome, and insomnia. But uh, I guess, I guess, if it works for you, so it, 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 didn't it, work, didn't work it didn't work for, work for this lady. Uh,
0: she tried thirty different approaches before she finally booked a one-week stay at a Jamaican retreat. Under supervision, there she underwent three psychedelic mushroom sessions, followed by sessions with facilitators uh, on the island and on her own for months back home in Tacoma, Washington, unraveling the psychedelic trips that she had experienced. What she discovered was she felt better, much better. She said it woke me up. I was alive. I was me again. I could see the beauty in the world. Even the physical changes were surprising. The next day, after my first dose, I was charging up sand dunes. Before that, I had a hard time going up the stairs, Hmm. she said. Five months ago, she told Washington legislators considering a bill that would legalize the use of psilocybin that the trip she experienced in Jamaica, quote, had saved my life,
1: unquote. Now she had a uh, someone supporting her, someone who walking her through the professional the, the professional wa- yeah. uh, uh, trip sitters, basically. Trip, or, tr- I like or, that trip you know, sitter,
0: witch doctors, or whatever you want to call them. I mean, they it they call like them
2: they facilitators. Closer to therapists,
0: yeah, they call them facilitators. Whether they're licensed therapists or not, they're people who have experience with the drug and they can. Yeah, it, which, by the way, I think
1: it. is very important to this this new conversation that we're having uh, of using psychedelics to actually. Uh, treat f- people f- fix yourself yeah. but a lot of these but it's very very easy to hurt yourself as well if you don't do it right mm-hmm. or if you do it with the wrong people or the wrong place you could you could you could tear all your successes right on down and turn yourself into a raving lunatic and you're just scratch it remember the horror stories back in the 80s where people were scratching their eyes out and stuff and they're cutting themselves and yeah but is that all true or is it well, drug war propaganda what was the movie uh, jacob's ladder but of course he was that Result. was mk ultra mm. yeah so yeah prime example mk ultra you had a trip sitter but they were actually trying torturing to torture you torture you <laughs> yeah. using psychedelics break your psyche yeah uh
0: with research showing promising results for patients lawmakers in other states and cities are also considering loosening psilocybin restrictions a few states want to legalize psilocybin treatment for all adult patients while others want to limit it to veterans or others with ptsd some states have formed task forces to study oh, the God. issue oh well thank
1: this is goodness. just another month this is is just another money maker. this is just is. like this is just like the legalization of marijuana yeah. uh, that everyone is all crazy happy about and it's just another way for government to tax something
2: yeah but psilocybin saves people's lives i i would rather it be but they're know, gonna tax them yeah. for it to be illegal
1: no I, doubt, no, I, doubt. I, no doubt uh let's do it i wish i i've never been in favor of legalization or decr- decriminalization i am mm-hmm. always been Take it off the books. Yes, it's a natural substance. I right. can grow it in my back damn yard. End prohibition. That's yeah, the end. Absolutely. It. Take get rid of it. Stop trying to make money off of people. And I
0: hope that we get enough people to move to New Hampshire to where, when it's time for this to happen in New Hampshire, we do it the right way here. Yeah. Uh, and that's why we haven't seen uh, we haven't seen marijuana legalization here yet. We've seen a little decrim. And that's a, that's been a good thing
1: because we're surrounded by states that have done it, mm-hmm. and we have the alcohol lobby. We make so much money off the alcohol that I don't think they want. Well, com- plus, I don't think they want weed as a competitor no, to their alcohol I don't industry. Think
0: that's it. I think it's it's uh, New Hampshire is a very conservative kind of place, even though it's got a libertarian streak through it. It's conservative in that they don't like to change, and so once a law gets set, it's hard to remove it yeah. here. It's a lot harder here. Didn't uh,
2: New- a few laws get passed, but the vetoed them.
1: I mean, uh, we, uh, weed usually laws? it doesn't make yeah. it through the Senate. Okay,
0: usually it won't, the Senate won't pass it, um, and I'm glad they didn't because the one that was getting passed by the state house this time around had a monopoly for the state, so they would have just created state weed stores, just like we have state liquor stores. Yeah, it would have been a terrible idea.
2: Which, for whatever reason, the state liquor store has managed to keep the price of liquor extremely low. And That's because they, they're
1: not taxing it. Yeah, and they, but they make a, and they make a lot of money off of liquor. I sure do, and. A lot of our surrounding states come to New Hampshire. Yeah.
0: Well well that's and that's the danger to putting marijuana in the hands of the state stores because then you gotta try to take then if you want to have more freedom, you have to try to take it away from them. And good luck doing that. It's like good luck trying to, you know, propose the abolishment of the liquor commission, which needs to happen, but they are a huge Revenue generated for the state, and that they're
1: not going to go easily. Nope, they're not going well, to get that up.
0: Studies in recent years have found psilocybin and psychedelics, other ones, can have beneficial effects for a variety of mental health and other conditions, such as PTSD, anorexia, chronic pain, fibromyalgia, and addiction. uh, Indigenous indigenous populations around the world have recognized the beneficial effects of psychedelics for hundreds of years and incorporated them into their spiritual rituals. In fact, the Oklahoma Church, that's a Native American psychedelic church based out of the West— uh they are you know they've got members everywhere Mm -hmm. and there was an interesting case here in new hampshire back in 2020 i think it was it went to the new hampshire supreme court where a guy that got arrested for using mushrooms i believe possessing i don't know if he was growing them Right, right. this might be a good argument uh in that case as well he made the argument that this is my religion I'm using these for religious purposes. This is a spiritual journey for me.
1: Which, by the way, is the way that it should be.
0: Yeah, and I'm using them responsibly. I'm in my own home. I'm not going around, you know, making a bunch of noise or whatever, causing problems. And the Supreme Court of New Hampshire overturned his conviction and made an amazing um, It was like a five statement. to zero
2: decision It as was well. unanimous, yeah. yep. Uh,
0: and so they made the statement that New Hampshire's constitution is stronger than the united states constitution for religious expression and the point they made was in the u.s constitution you have freedom of religion okay well that's good but in new hampshire you have the freedom of worship you have the freedom to worship your god in the way that you choose and so they said overturned you're free good and it was amazing. So, so but the funny thing is, it's the still. The first Satanic
2: church advocates psilocybin for religious purposes as well. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. but it's still illegal here to to do these things. Uh, and you know, I've, I've made this point in front of the state house when there there was this year there was actually a, a bill to decriminalize psychedelic mushrooms in the same way that marijuana has been decriminalized, where it would just be a hundred dollar fine if you got caught with some. Right, right. And uh, unfortunately, that bill didn't move forward, even though I pointed out to these old coots in the state legislatures, like, "Hey, you guys." This is by de facto already legal as long as it's for, you know, religious purposes. So why don't you get caught up and actually make it decriminalized for all other
1: purposes? As you mentioned, because change is hard for some of these old coots. It
0: really is.
2: I mean, this is the same people who are like, well, we don't want to legalize marijuana because how are you going to keep the kids from getting on crack or whatever crazy thing they were saying?
0: In 2018, the Food and Drug Administration named psilocybin a breakthrough therapy in treatment for severe depression, a designation the agency applies to drugs that, in this that in early trials, demonstrate substantial improvement over existing treatments. What agency said this? U.S. Food and Drug Administration, the FDA. Not everyone is ready to give mushrooms the go-ahead. In written testimony in February to the Maine Joint Legislative Committee, uh, which was considering a legalization measure, a director of the CDC cautioned that there are not yet enough recognized medical standards to ensure the safe use of psilocybin uh, there's more coming up here in moments you can share your thoughts on legalizing shrooms here on free talk live it's free talk live we're talking about the potential legalization of psilocybin mushrooms Uh, It seems like the next big thing when it comes to ending prohibition. We've seen tremendous success over the last two decades for cannabis, with California leading the way, of course, in the mid-1990s with uh, the proposition that legalized it for medicinal purposes. We've now seen that expand, I think, 36 or so states that have medicinal programs. I haven't seen the numbers recently. There's only a handful of states that, that are left without it, like a dozen. And then, of course, there's been several of uh, the states that have gone through legalization processes for recreational purposes for cannabis. But they all want to shove regulatory structures down people's throats. They all want to have taxes. They all want to have mandates. They all want to have licenses.
1: License, license, Licensures yeah. is the big one.
0: And as we covered recently, in, in California, the feds and the local cops are still raiding people's houses for selling marijuana without a government permission slip. So the war on drugs still continues. And That's
2: what it's always been about. It's always about licenses and paying permission. the government fees and begging yeah. their permission. Even if the thing is legal, you still have to beg their permission in order to engage in that behavior. Yeah. That's yeah. not freedom. Because nope.
1: the government and all of the departments that uh, that use government don't like competition. Correct? correct. They don't like some little guy in his backyard growing a, a tremendous product. And they like control. They
0: yeah. like to be the ones who get to be the kingmakers. Yep. They get
1: to say which Control one of their the buddies
0: are going to get the license, and then oh, I'm sorry, we don't have any more licenses available in your area, and that's what they do in in a lot of these places. Uh, so, but that said, I do still agree with what y'all were. I think it was you, Conan, saying earlier that uh, you know you'd rather see people getting uh, not put in prison over this yeah. in general, or just for using the thing. So. So any steps in that direction, I I tend to support. But let's look at what's going on out there across the country. According to DenverGazette.com, recently it was Oregon voters. Now, we talked about how Oregon voters voted to decriminalize small amounts of all drugs, which is the first such experiment of its sort in the United States. That's almost
1: Portugal level.
0: Yeah, that was kind of the inspiration behind it, as I understand. So we're still waiting. You know, it's, It hasn't even been two years yet. Since. It's been
2: successful everywhere. It's been tried, though. So yes, it will I not think a it'll success. be okay. Uh, but that same year, they also
0: approved a ballot measure that puts the state on a path to a regulatory and licensing framework starting in 2023, will enable patients to take psilocybin under supervision. Oregon is the first state to legalize psilocybin for therapeutic uses
1: so so why they gotta- waste
2: the time that's how marijuana because started out you know medical licen- licensures
1: and- now you now you have to have a specialist who is who specializes in psilocybin mm-hmm. treatment a trip sitter they can uh, still
2: have that nonsense if it's recreational, though, they, they, just like they still license you know, marijuana companies.
0: Well, it's not recreational at this point. It's decriminalized, so you won't I know, go to prison They're for
2: doing it. the medical approach first, yeah. and then it, uh, first you do the medical, and then you allow recreational. It's like, right. can we just jump to the ending here and skip over the medical phase? I wish
0: we could. Maybe we can here in New Hampshire, but no. In its budget bill this year, the Connecticut legislature started the process toward a uh, legalizing centers in which veterans and first responders could be administered psilocybin and MDMA. Wow! Some, some veteran groups have pushed for making psychedelic treatments available for veterans, particularly those with PTSD. But that's not going to include anybody else besides veterans and first responders. Texas, Utah, and Washington state have set up task forces or funded research into the medicinal use of psilocybin. Uh, Maryland has created a $1 million fund to study alternative treatments, including psychedelics, for PTSD or traumatic brain injury and pay for those treatments for veterans ballot initiatives that would legalize psilocybin are underway in colorado and california and last month the president of the new jersey senate introduced a bill that would legalize psilocybin to treat certain disorders
2: why are so many states anxious to pick up the bill for the traumatized soldiers that were traumatized by the u.s federal government it's political they're just trying to win brownie points okay like oh look what we did Reelect us you know well, we love the military or you could just demand that the federal government that created these traumatized people actually dealt with these traumatized people, but okay, sure,
1: cities including yeah Ann Arbor. they give them, they give them opium in the form of oxy mm, oxy yeah.
2: see uh, i was I was okay with opium. Until I I took it to the next. Yeah. Then they overly process it just like you you could you could probably make a.
1: But that's but that is their answer to treating dope them up PTSD and Mm -hmm. uh, just every and and every other kind of ailments that the the vets uh, have to suffer afterwards. They they dope them up. Yeah, this is the truth.
0: Cities, including Ann Arbor, Michigan, Denver, Oakland, California, and Seattle have passed measures that essentially decriminalize uh, psychedelic mushrooms, and sometimes other psychedelics derived from plants or fungi. The cities make no distinction between medical and recreational uses, and the world hasn't melted down in those cities. Everything is okay as far as psychedelic mushroom use is concerned.
2: Well, psychedelic drugs don't generally, you know, invite a lot of crime, that's true if everyone is running around on psychedelic drugs no one's running around you know beating people up or being violent or anything like that because everyone's just kind of having a good time and they're one with the universe and you don't want to destroy yourself
1: they're laying on their living room floor in the carpet and they're yeah most of
0: them aren't running around
2: (laughs) (laughs) i guess (laughs) it depends on how dosed they are
0: probably safely at home if they are responsible people uh but those states may put a regulatory system in place or even in those states that might put a regulatory system in place, would not do so in a medical setting, a concern raised by the objector in, in Maine. Uh, the Maine bill, which didn't pass, contemplated psilocybin centers that the man testified quote would function like recreational use facilities rather than medical treatment facilities puts limitations on the department's ability to regulate safe use
1: mushroom dens
0: and doesn't incorporate sufficient behavioral and public health input to the structure blah 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 we always have to go up against these prohibitionists and it's just so tiring proponents say they're comfortable with psilocybin use outside the medical system but with regulation and licensing in place there now it is. There this it is. is one of the th- reasons why i really like decriminalize nature have you guys heard of them yes nature nature right decriminalize nature it's a newer oh, oh, oh.
1: if it has seeds and i can grow it in my backyard it's good to go that's kind
0: of what they advocate they advocate specifically for for psilocybin and other psychedelics weed uh that are natural
1: i mean how different is it from a tomato i can grow it in my yeah. backyard i can just some, drop some seeds grow how, so w- how can you get me on that they
0: started in california and they have expanded out into other places actually because of decriminalized nature is why the cities that they mentioned, Ann Arbor and, and Oakland and Santa Cruz and the, the couple places in, in Massachusetts. They didn't mention them here, but there are a couple of towns in Massachusetts that have done it. It's been decriminalized nature that has spearheaded this. Mm-hmm. And awesome. one of the things I really like about them is when they are advocating for these changes for decriminalization or the end of prohibition in these cases, they do not advocate a licensing scheme
1: good they're truly a that's the, that's, the, that's my biggest crux right yeah. there is, is is the stupid licensure and they're
0: not libertarians
1: necessarily they're hippies
0: who understand that putting these things in the hands of a few corporations is bad and they don't want to see that happen they want this to be it's nature it can't be licensed it's nature it cannot be you know shouldn't be taken from anyone that wants to have it or anybody that wants to create it or, or sell it.
2: I mean, they're not wrong. It's absolutely insane that we need a lobbying group or organization that actually points that out to people. Mm-hmm. It's nature, guys.
0: And so that's what they, uh, they are proposing. in a lot of these places isn't just psilocybin decriminalization, but a typical decriminalized nature bill would be to decriminalize anything that you can grow. So whether that be you know cacti that you could use for mescaline uh, purposes, mm-hmm. or whether that be marijuana, or you know whatever we're talking about ayahuasca based, you know whatever that is, you make ayahuasca out of. I don't know. There's a few different plants I think that can do that. But these sorts of things and fungi. So fungi and plants, anything that naturally can be grown, they want to see uh, made legal. Want to see decriminalized. I think that's a great. So, so I like. Check. To, I'm
1: looking at their mission statement. I think yeah. they're. I think they're on, on. They've got it together. They got it together. They're-
0: uh, anyway, it uh, Bonnie had put together a group here in New Hampshire, and we went and we testified on the bill uh, here in New Hampshire. There's video of that. If you go to freekeen.com, you can search for psilocybin or mushrooms, and I'm sure that'll come up. Washington State Senator Jesse Solomon, a Democrat, sponsored a bill that would have set up a regulatory system like Oregon's. It would have adopted standards for cultivating mushrooms and processing psilocybin, as well as licensing centers and providers who would administer the drugs to patients, a bunch of bureaucracy. The bill didn't move out of committee, but lawmakers appropriated $200,000 for a task force to study the issue. Oh, the, good. Yeah, that'll be productive. Uh, he said the original bill generated keen interest, and particularly during a two-hour hearing, during which several veterans testified. And that's one of the key issues here: is to making these things happen. Whatever it is that's being proposed, you gotta find veterans. If you can, tr- if you can parade some veterans in front of a city council and get a, vet- you know, get veterans to tell them that this helps them, that taking mushrooms help them with their PTSD you'll get unanimous votes out of the
1: yep. council not always though i went i went before city council as a veteran mm-hmm. when they were when they're promoting their thin blue line down Marlboro Street where they oh, painted yeah, well, the... fence thin- different. I got up there and I said, this is bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullcrap. I'm a veteran. This is bullcrap. And they said, ah, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Screw you, Conan. I'm get out of here. I'm about
0: on mushroom pills, Conan. <laughs> you got to get the veterans. So if you guys are working on this stuff out there, make sure you recruit some of them to help you out. Uh, and check out Decriminalized Nature. We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime at freetalklive.com.